Yo, how's it going, guys? Christian Loza here with How Is Sun Podcast, and I'm here with the one and only Frank Garcia, aka Frank Downstar. How's it going, man? Good, man. Thank you for coming out. I really appreciate oh, dude, it. Dude, of course, man. So, dude, for those watching out there that aren't familiar with you or your work, tell us what you do. Um, I'm the owner of Downstar Inc. We basically specialize in dress up hardware and engine bay accessories. So, basically, the stuff that was really overlooked, we kind of capitalized on it, and we're here today. <laughs> that's the easy way to yeah, put it you hell know? yeah awesome dude so <laughs> tell us man how did you first get in the cars and then eventually like into dress up bolts and all the stuff that you do cars shoot that's a hard one man because like i've always been around cars like even my dad and my uncles they were into cars too my aunt my uncle my dad or on my mom's side he was into impalas so I was always around cars and like he had them with hydros and like that crazy paint with the flake and stuff. So it was kind of in my blood, you know? Yeah. I remember as a kid, like being at the house and him and my dad are, are working on the car, like putting a motor in it and stuff. So it's just always been in my mind. And then when I was younger, when I was getting to age of to be able to like work on cars, my dad would be like, hey, I got to change the brakes. Help me out. I'm like, fuck. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want to go play or something, you know? But he would just tell me like, hey, hand me this, hand me that. And it kind of just started it. And then when I got my first car, that was like my first taste of freedom. And it was just all downhill from there. And, and what car was that, your first car? My first car was a 1980 Camaro. Nice. Yeah, dude, a root beer brown 1980 Camaro had a 305, like really terrible baby engine, <laughs> dude. It might as well have been a V6. <laughs> but like I put air jacks in the back, like the air shocks. Yeah. So it'd be all lifted up, but the same size tires and wheels and it just looked funny, Damn. but it was just, it was fun. That's, like, a, that's a good one. That's a good first car. I would put like, um, the exhaust on it you know like cut it so just just loud you know just like a kid dude. yeah loud and obnoxious and and fun and then after that is when i got my chevelle and Ooh. then that's when like i have it here i'll show you okay later. yeah but that's where like the love started with the chevelle that's when you first started just like touching cars yeah like. because i did a little work to the camaro but it, it, it wasn't much to like that I could say I knew about cars. Yeah. Like I would get a new carburetor, but my dad would put it on for me and I would just like figure out how things worked, you know? But then when I got my Chevelle, then I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to put a stereo in it. Cause I was really big into car audio. So I put a new stereo and then put new speakers and then go, go from there, you know, and that car, it had posi traction. So I'll be <laughs> doing burnouts everywhere because the Camaro it had, it was like, uh, it was it wasn't posy, so it was just one tire, and it was just it's it funny, man. It's 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 a huge transition, but that's yeah. where it started at. That's awesome, dude. And then, so when when you first started getting in the cars, how did that go into like into you getting into like your business? How, like, it's like like you know, the, the short version. <laughs> it's a really kind of like a fate story, man. It, it it like so we lived here. I grew up here in Oxnard, California, for for most of my life, and then after high school so about 2004 my parents decided that they wanted to move to nevada northern nevada a city called gardnerville which is in the valley of like lake tahoe so tahoe's up here carson city and gardnerville is here so i was of age where i could have stayed mm -hmm. but i was like you know what let me just move i'm not ready to leave my family yet and my dad said he'll buy me some wheels for my <laughs> chevelle so i'm like good let's deal. do it yeah it's a good deal so there's the summit racing up there so when we got there, I got my wheels, got slicks on it. So I was happy, you know? 
And plus, you got to be around your family and stuff. Yeah, you know, move there. And my cousin, he lived there. So I would just hang out with my cousin sometimes. But I wasn't, since we moved, my my family didn't force me. They weren't like, hey, you got to go get a job. You know, I really didn't need money. I would just for gas and stuff. And I had money saved up, you know, just from working whatever jobs, hustling. Like, I've always been hustling, you know. So then I'm like. I was already in a car audio. I decided, well, wait, let me see if I can get in at Best Buy because I always wanted to get into Best Buy here, but they didn't have any openings for install. Okay. So when we moved to Nevada, I'm like, let me try. And they accepted me quick for the install bay. So I'm like, cool. So um, I go to the install bay. Like I start there and I start working with this guy, Raul, which turns out to be Raul Ramirez or what the hell is his... Was, Edit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It is Raul Ramirez, yeah, yeah. dude. What the hell? I don't know. <laughs> Raul Ramirez from Checkered Sports. Okay. So back then, we were just two young kids working in the install bay. I had my Chevelle. He had his Hondas. He had like um, a CRX, like Panas Sports. It was, it was nothing that I was into at all because I was in a car audio yeah, and I was in muscle yeah. cars, American cars. So Hondas were always like a joke to me, you know? <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> But after I started working with him, me and him gained a friendship. And then he started showing me like what Hondas could really do. And I was like, wow, that's really nice car. And then he would bring in um, right-hand drives because he was already pretty deep into the game. And I've never even seen a right-hand drive car before. So but your mind out. was like blown. Dude, yeah. And then <laughs> he was one of the first ever K-swaps. Well, he is the first ever K-swap I've seen. And they didn't even have parts out back then you're talking maybe like swap mounts that's when you had to do it. like custom mounts yeah dude stuff, yeah. i i think to be honest i don't even know what he had he might not even had you know hasports or something this was probably 2005 ish oh, wow. it was a long time ago and when he took me for a ride and i'm like damn this car's pretty fast <laughs> and then slowly like when you hang out with friends you kind of they they get what you're into, you get what they're into, and, and you kind of merge a little bit. So he'd be on the computer answering PMs and stuff. I'd like, hey, what are you doing, dude? So I would go on and I would check out cars. I'm like, oh, dude, this car's nice. And then my other buddy, Gary, who worked there too, he was in Hondas. So those were pretty much the two guys that I would hang out with because I didn't know anybody over there. And they were both in a Honda, so it kind of got me into it. They were a huge influence. Yeah, sure. oh, definitely. Just being around dude. them all the time and working with them, I'm sure you were just like, got into that 100 percent, dude yeah. yeah and they would come with new parts i'm like this is exciting because they weren't into muscle cars at all and but we were all into car audio but it was like that was a way for our worlds to merge and i just got on the forums it was nwp for life i would just you know check out stuff and i would have my own favorites that i'd be commenting on i would just it's just like a social media yeah and then i started from there and then my love grew and grew and grew and in 2000 I think it was 2007, I moved back. So my parents stayed up there, me and my big sister, we moved back to Oxnard. And I um, I bought my first Honda, which was, uh, well, I, I, had, I was given a Honda over there, but it was, a, it was an 86 hatchback, which was my hoopty. It was like super hoopty car. <laughs> like I had, I had four 12s in it. It was just, oh it was dope, dude. But it wasn't, it wasn't like a Honda. So I don't really count that as my first Honda. So my first was a, was a 91 SI, an EF. 
and I bought eBay Springs for it, put it on there. You know, air freshener. You had the the, the toy hanging from the tow hook. Like that was all me, dude. Yeah. And every time I would get home, I'd be like, Oh hell yeah, I got my package. I would go right to the garage, shared garage, bro. Wow. Like it was a shared garage. I would be on my side and like tinkering and stuff. I didn't know what I was doing, but I already had a knowledge of how cars work. So that was know? like the car that that was like your knowledge car where you learned everything. Yeah, that I, I started learning about Hondas from there and I actually had an accident with that car. Funny story is I put the suspension on, it was BOMBS, B-O-M-Z. It was like 30 bucks from eBay and they're <laughs> blue springs. Yeah, they're springs. It wasn't even coilovers, <laughs> it was springs. So I was like, oh, these are cool. It's like 30 bucks. I put them on and it felt a little more stiff, but it was dumped to the ground, dude. So there was this turn. I was going to meet my boy and I took the turn. I stopped. Like fucking Paul Walker, bro. I stopped. I'm going, dude. And like I tried to take the turn quick, but it just like just went straight, bro. So I crashed. And nothing happened to me, but I like went over the curb and shit. Car was completely screwed up. Well, like the whole front end, you mm -hmm. know, the um, the wheel got bent in and shit. So I called my boy. I'm like, dude, I just crashed. He's like, where you at? I was like, I don't know, bro. Just come through it. Just <laughs> like all the adrenaline coming through. So I got the car, towed it back to my pad. And then I started learning about cars okay. because I needed to replace the fender. I needed to replace like the lower control arm, you know, the, the subframe, all that shit got bent yeah. because it hit, it hit, bent everything. So I had to get a new subframe, everything. Yeah. So when I started doing that, I didn't know that a four door and a two door and a hatchback were all different. So I spent maybe a few hundred bucks on parts that I didn't even need. Mm. For a month, I was going to the to the junkyard, you know, like collecting parts and looking for cars, and it didn't fit, and I didn't know, you know. And that I'm sure that was like a a good a good learning experience. Definitely, too, yeah. definitely, man. So you got to put the work in. So I managed to get that car fixed, straightened out, um, looking like something, and then I sold it. I was like, I'm done with this car. I sold it. And then I got a 92 SI, a Captiva Blue EG. And, you know, then I, love I that still, color. <laughs> yeah, that, that color is my favorite right there for the EG. Mm -hmm. I wish oh, mine yeah. was that color. Yeah, you know? that's all, I love that color. Yeah, so that one was even cleaner. It had a sunroof and it was fun, man. Like we used to go cruising. I would put the, the windows down, heater all the way up, go to Hollywood and just cruise, man. I would e-brake it, like do a 180. <laughs> like this is all the shit that I used to do. It was so fun, man. And um, that car, something was wrong with, it kept overheating. So I put it up for sale. I think like an MVP or something. And some dudes came up quick. It was like maybe 2000 bucks that I sold it for, but it was probably something stupid. Oh like my. the thermostat. Or these guys <laughs> knew, bro. Because they yeah, came. Like, let, me go, let me go get this, yes, for this dude. car. I'm like, car's overheating. I don't know. 2000 bucks. Buy it off me. Yeah, dude. So they came through and they, I knew they knew what they were talking about because the speaker cover in the rear, they popped it off and they're looking to see if there's any body work. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> they, like, knew, they knew what they were doing. So who was it? I don't even know. <laughs> it was a Honda guy. Somebody came up on me. But then I ended up, so I still had the relationship with Raul. Yeah. Um, and I, I had a relationship with his guy, which was George from um, G-Speed, which is George from Mushi Mushi now. And he was the one bringing in the cars. So I had money saved up. Um, I transferred from Best Buy there to here at a higher position. So, you know, I got like a raise, I'm saving up money. And I said, you know, let me try to get a right-hand drive. So I ended up getting one, nice. it was the Black Hatch. This yeah. was in January, 2009. 
So I told my dad, hey, I wanna pick up this car, this project car. We go over to G-Speed and he's checking it out and he's just like, when I'm like, yeah, I want it. So then George walks away to do the paperwork. He's like, dude, are you sure you really want this? Like this car doesn't even have a motor. I'm like, yeah, I want it. Don't trip. <laughs> I got it. And he's like, because I've been doing my research yeah. on NWP. I, I figured out how to do all the things that I wanted to do, but I just needed the, the canvas. He's like, all right, I just don't want this to turn into another project that's going to sit in my yard. I'm like, no, I got it. It's you cool. Go, I got this. <laughs> I got this. So I got the car, brought it to the shared garage. That day, bro, I'm tearing it down, tearing this out. Right away. I'll text Raul. Hey, bro, do I need this? No. <laughs> Cut it off. Hey, do I need this? No, go ahead. You know, so then um, paint the engine, but I didn't even have the engine. So I, I well, that, that's a good thing though. It was it allowed you to just yeah. Like, yeah. So it came with no engine. You didn't engine. have to pull anything. It was yep. just ready to go. Yeah. Started tearing stuff out. You know, doing I did my first wire tuck, which is like a, the headlight harness. I didn't even know because I knew wiring, but I didn't know. I've never done that to a Honda before. So I wire tucked it. Shaved the bay. Like, I actually shaved it all. Nice. Grinded it down. My boy came and welded up all the holes. You know, I did the body work. I had my my buddy. He came and painted it in the shared garage. In an apartment, dude. Like, on a Saturday morning, bro, the whole block smelled like paint. It was insane, man. Like, back then, I had so much more fuck it than I do now. Because yeah, I was like, crazy. whatever. That's so crazy. You're talking midnight, bro. <laughs> Police would come. I'd be like, oh, sorry, my bad. You know, people would bang on the garage. I'm like, man, fuck you, dude. I, I'm getting this shit done. So I built that car probably in maybe three months. But when I got to the point to put the motor in, put the motor in, wire took the motor. Um, then I needed to, like, do the hardware side of it. And I would hit up people because they had basically, like, the regular fender washers, like the V1 stuff that yeah. we offer now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hey, where'd you guys get that? They wouldn't tell me. Oh, my, my buddy got it for me or whatever. I asked people. Nobody would tell me. All right, cool. So I went to a hardware store and I actually was able to source some stuff. So I had my build thread going. I put it on there and um, people would be like, hey, where'd you get that? Same way I was doing it. I was like, well, if you want to do I got you. Dollar a piece. Like, all right, cool. So basically the business started from other people's money. They said, hey, give me 20 of them. All right, cool. So it started out as basically just you being like a middle, middle person. Middle man, just from yeah. The, yeah, okay. It's for convenience, yeah. you know? These people didn't, I didn't know where to get it. They didn't know where to get it. So 20 bucks. And that was like the the hustler in you to just mm -hmm. be like, let me just like take it. Quick, dude. Yeah. yeah. So I posted up 20 bucks, seven bucks shipping, going through PMs. And then at this Best Buy, I was doing the same shit. I was online, you know, answering PMs. Cool. I just made 20 bucks today. Hell yeah. You know, I'm just being stoked, man. And then it turned into that Eibach is when I, I debuted my car. So I took it to Eibach. Dude, they had us parked in like the back area by the um, by the, the loading docks oh. in the corner. And some people will remember this, dude. I had a cereal box that I cut open that morning, flipped it inside out and wrote Downstar Inc. $1. And I had one of the washers right there. And I put that like on my cow when I had my my uh, my car staged and people would come up and they'll be like, hey dude, can I get 10 of them? I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I made probably like 60 bucks right there. And I'm First like, time bending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then it just, new products started from there. Then I, oh, I'm gonna do my engine stuff. So it basically started with me working on my own car. Dude, that's awesome, man. And then so just saying like, okay, I wanna do the motor hardware. So I do it and make the kit for my myself and then it just, offer it to other people and then it just blew up from there dude, that's a, such a cool story man thank that's you so, awesome. <laughs> so dude um 
we've been following each other for a while on Instagram and or just social media in general you know we've known each other for a long time and so the one thing that I like truly enjoy about like your social media is that you just like love speaking your mind yeah. so like I've gotten like there's there's been like a handful of like quotes that I've gotten from you that I'm that have always stuck with me Dope, since, since since you know since the beginning so I, I brought one of them over and I just kind of like wanted you to just like to like read it uh, to everybody who hasn't seen this and just kind of you know just read it as if you know you were just like narrating because like okay. so this quote has like really stuck with me man so, so yeah I, I post a lot of this so it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. this is going to be refreshing yeah, to me yeah. too so, my first honda was a 1986 ea it was baby blue and beat to shit but i loved it i ended up painting it camo and had three 12 inch subs in in it with four six by nine speakers screwed to the roof frank the tank then I got a 91 SI. I lowered it on eBay sleeves and put JDM side markers on it. Every small water, every small mod was so great, from the new shift boot to the Wakaba badge in the window. Then I got a 92 Captiva blue hatch that I lowered the legit way. Skunk two sleeves on stock shocks, <laughs> the legit way. I even tossed on a C-pillar bar, damn. Broadway mirror and a Spider-Man Happy Meal toy on the tow hook. My next car was a 92 EG6. This car had been through so many stages and continues. This car has been through so many stages and continues to evolve. So why do I tell you this? Because I was where you are. I was stoked about new stickers. I was doing DIY amber corner gauge lights. I've been there. I know how happy every small mod makes you. I will never forget that. Don't ever let anybody talk down to you. Don't ever let someone tell you you're doing it wrong. Don't mind the OGs who are stuck in the late 90s, who took, who looked down on you. Just do you, have fun, follow trends, make new ones, learn from your mistakes and make more mistakes. You will never please everyone, so focus on pleasing yourself. If you do, you will never be disappointed. Dude, that like quote is like always stuck with <laughs> me, man. I was like, God, that that like, it, it was like so memorable. So I just like want to ask you, man, like, like what what is that like quote? Or, like, what does it like make mean to you? And like, does it still hold true? Like to this? Oh day? yeah, dude. Like even reading that, it gets really emotional, you know, because I feel like that that your life, like you don't just live one life, like you live multiple lives. And if you want to call them chapters or mm -hmm. what, but like physically, you're not the same person you were seven years Absolutely. ago. Mentally, you're not, you know, so that's like a separate life, separate memories you've had with people. And like these memories that I've had, like I can, I can attach those to where I was living, my financial status, or my like music you're listening to, anything, yeah. anything, you know, you can attach all that to it. And what you're doing right now, that's going to be what you're going to look like, look back to in the future, you know? And like when I see people at those levels in their life, you know, buying eBay stuff, doing crazy stance or whatever, you know, there's, there's two parts of me. There's the part of me, the business part of me, which I'm like, this is not good for the community. And then there's the other part of me was like, damn, that's fucking rad. You know, they're doing them. Yeah. Do whatever you want to do. Because when I was 16, I didn't even, I wasn't even into cars like that you know and kids that are 18 19 i'll tell people now they'll show me that their car i'm like dude i'm 19 and this is like all i built i'm like dude you're light years away where i was when i was 19 so if you think that we're somewhere like you're ahead of where i was yeah. you know yeah and that that's what i always try to push forward because i know that people that have the sort of influence and they kind of lose 
the reason that they got there in the first place. And that could it's be easy to. Yeah. yeah. And that could be the reason why we have uh, such good rapport with our, our, you know, customers and friends that we've made in the community is just because like, dude, I'm just, I, I didn't plan to have a business. I didn't plan to be in it. Just sort of happened. It just happened, you know? So I'm taking this, like where I'm at right now, everything is bonus. I can lose all this and be like, damn, that was a good ride. <laughs> Let's get back to work, yeah, you know? Yeah, dude. You know, just pick up my crimpers and get back to work. <laughs> you know, I'll never get to that point because I, I've grown as a person and I, I I would know the next step to take. But, dude, if that happens, it's no problem, man. Because it's just when you've been to that, that part, I don't want to say the bottom because I wasn't like homeless or poor or anything like that. But when you've been to those humbling times and then you get to a point where you kind of have influence and what you do, people people rock with it. That's like, that's big, man. And I never take that stuff for granted yeah. ever. That's a good mentality, man. Yeah, that's and it's awesome. helped us out yeah. a lot. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man, I had to like, had to have you read that quote because it's like stuck with me for so long and it's just like, it's a good way of like looking at things. Yeah, and I think maybe at that, that time, and I think that's why I mentioned, you know, the OGs, is because I see people that... Um, that been in the community as long as I have, or maybe even longer than I have, and I see how they talk to the younger generation. I'm like, you can't be doing that mm -hmm. shit, bro. Like, you, you that's what, the future. What, what you you came out of the vagina, like wire tucking and rent? <laughs> like, no, you didn't, dude. Everybody started from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Everybody started from somewhere. And some know? people just don't get that. Yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I tell my son. Like, dude, you want to be the best soccer player, right? Messi. The, arguably the best soccer player, you know, up mm -hmm. there, right? Yeah. Where do you think that dude came? Like, he didn't just come out and he's just like, oh, oh you know? <laughs> no, dude, he was the one that didn't give up. He didn't, didn't even give to up. play soccer at one yeah. point. Yeah, he's the one that didn't give up when everybody else did. When everybody stopped go messing with Hondas, when they switched to other cars, when they got too old for the community, you know, nah, I'm rocking with it now. And when they look back and like, oh, you've come far. I'm like, you could have come far too, bro, if you didn't leave us hanging, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I see it. So it's the, I, I, I think that the younger generation, um, they really they really need some role models. And the OGs, they're not... It's it's a total disconnect. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. So, dude, before we, like, jump into things, like, the, going more into detail about Downstar and Hondas and your life and sort of that stuff, um, I, I just wanted to, to, to bring this up. Like, the, lately, your life's been, like, pretty crazy, man. Like, in a good way. So, I know that, like, you just got married. Yeah. And your birthday just passed. Yeah. And you, you just got back from Eibach, man. Tell us, like, what's been going on. Like, like you know, it, it looks like it's been, like, pretty fun, man. Yeah, it's been... I, I don't want to make it sound like it's been a task because it's been fun, you know. But it's been very busy, you know. And I'm not used to being, like, that busy. Like, I'm not one of those people that, that stays up till 4 a.m. and wakes up at 7 and, like, you know what? The reason that I have this business and my motivation is so I never have to work, like, a 9 to 5. You know, I, I, I live how I want to live. You know, I get up at what time I want to get up. You know, I go eat where I want. We'll do whatever we want. You know, and if I want to stay up late, like on live chat or something, I'll do that. And it's just because you're your own boss. like yeah. Exactly. And that that to me, that is what I consider success. You know, it's not a, it's not a monetary value. It's not like, when I hit one million, two million, three million, I'm going to be the no, dude, like I'm living life. Like I'm having a good time. And and 
so this has kind of been out of the norm, you know, but this was to take the next step in life. Yeah. Like me and Ashley have been together for over six years now and she's been there since since I pretty much started. It was we met in two thousand twelve. Okay. But from two thousand and nine to two thousand twelve was pretty much like I was still working at Best Buy that whole time. So it was trial and error, you know, figuring things out and also figuring myself out, you know. I've had past relationships that it, it didn't work out because we weren't on the same page. Right. Yeah, that's like key for any relationship. Exactly. And I wasn't mature at that time to to take to take someone seriously to to actually invest mm-hmm. time in. Like I would look at, at, at girls that I would be in a relationship and like this is this isn't worth my time. Like you're not respecting what I'm bringing to the table, you know? And like when I got shit, I got to do your your you're bitching at me for it. Like you don't see the big picture, right. you know? And and me and Ash, like she always understood that. And of course at the beginning, it took time for both of our single ways to merge together and to, you know, understand each other. And it's just been, it, it, it's been exciting, man. It, it's built so many memories. And like I said, from 2012 to now, that's a totally different life. Oh, yeah. Like we've created such a life together that we have memories that I forget until I see a picture or something like, oh, that was so good. <laughs> yeah, because that's such a long time, man. It's a long time. And it's and it's awesome that it's like, you know, now official for yeah, sure. It's, yeah, it's official, you know, and, and it even took for me like um, to to decide that, okay, we're going to move it to the next step. That's a, it's a big decision, it's, yeah. You know, I take it big. Yeah. A lot of people don't. But I take it big because if I'm gonna do something, you know, I'm gonna put my time into it. Because if you not, you do it, it once and right. There's no and reason. Yeah. There's no reason to do it. You know, it's like building a car. There, I'm not gonna build a car. It's gonna be half-assed because there's not even a point to even do it. You know, so I knew that I wanted to get her, you know, a nice ring. But I just didn't want to go to Zales and be like, <laughs> oh, that's nice. I, I, I'm, I'm a hustler. I understand yeah. the lighting. It's perfect lighting for, for the cuts, you know, to make it look good. But once you go outside, you're like, mm, this is <laughs> you know? So I did my research for like three months, you know, finally pulled the trigger. And then that was the engagement part of it. So from the engagement to the time we set the date, from the day we set the date to like, it's all building. And the business is growing at like a faster speed. It's like speed. a lot to juggle, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. And it's really hard because sometimes like I'll be in my feelings, I'll be in a mood and it's not her fault, you know, but it's just how I'm feeling at that time. And it's and it's hard to, to it's hard to deal with everything. And it's not nobody's fault. You know, I have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. I have to figure out how to deal with it because it's not fair that, that I take it out on her, Christian or anybody, you know? And, yeah. and it's not like a physical take it out, but... When you're, say we're kicking it, and if you had a bad day today, but we still have this set up, like you're not going to have the same vibe. Yeah. It's just going to be like, shit, you know? <laughs> and it's hard to hide that kind of stuff because I Absolutely. like wear my emotion on my sleeve, you know? So just to even get to that point, and now this, that everything is accomplished, we're on the new chapter, like this, is, I'm stoked. Right? Every awesome. day I wake up, I'm like, Let's do it. You know, I'm ready. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I saw the photos and it looked like a good time. (laughs) It was so good. And you guys went to In-N-Out after. Yeah, dude. We had a good time, man. I mean, she had the vision, which is really crazy because like she's not she's not like a creative person like I am. Like she'll always say like you can picture it. Just let you're you're good at that kind of stuff. But 
I think it's she hasn't tapped into something that she had a passion about, and she was passionate about the wedding, as was I. But you know, blush versus pink, like that's not yeah. a big deal to me. But to her, like she put the vision, and when I walked in, I'm like, damn, nice. she killed so she, it. So she was able to use the wedding as like a platform to just be creative, not yeah. in her knowing. Yeah. But for me, knowing creative people and seeing that, I'm like, damn, you got. And in my head, I'm like, man, you should probably do something. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> you got awesome. you, you got you got the eye for it now you know but it was a good time man we had friends there family and everyone had a good time and that's the most i could ask for. that's awesome dude yeah congrats again thank you so much thank you and how how was your birthday it was cool man so so the wedding was um was saturday sunday we had a thing at my parents house and then that thursday we left to orlando so me and ash went to orlando for ibach orlando and it was like real world orlando because we (laughs) stayed in an airbnb with uh, Rywire, Big Mike, RC, uh, Mike SI, and um, Ryan from Ibach. And a few other guys stayed there too. Yeah, I saw was, all your all stories. Yeah, stuff, dude. Instagram stories. It looked fun. And it was such a good time because when I go to those events, like that's kind of my vacation relax. And she got to experience that, you know? And she got to experience like... Because if, if my... If my if my wife was going out, like she's going out to work events, work events, you know, at one point I'll be thinking like, what do they do out there? You know? And, and in your mind, you're just like, Oh, they're all talking about guys <laughs> and shit or, you know, makeup or whatever. But when she came, she got to see, and she's like, man, all you guys do is just talk about cars. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's basically we talk about cars and you'll smoke, we'll eat. And <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the weekend. So she got to see it all. Yeah, yeah, dude. And and they got to like get more relationship, gain relationship with her and her with them. So it was it was it was a blessing, man. Yeah, that sounds like fun, dude. Um and and the show was really good. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, man. The quality of cars out there, it's surprising to even Florida guys because there's really high theft in Orlando mm-hmm. and Florida there area. There, it's, that's it's like a known thing. It's it disgusting. Sucks. It sucks. Yeah, dude, it's terrible. But these cars will come from the garage and like out of that, nowhere. That's Whoa. yeah. They drive to the show, go to the show, drive back. Probably take like the long way. <laughs> Make sure no one's following. Yeah, exactly, dude. Because yeah. people are scandalous out there. But there's a lot of quality cars. How, how would you feel that the scene in, in in Florida compares to like Cali? Um, I I think comparing anything to Cali does a real disservice. Yeah, I agree. But um, as far as when I first went to Florida, I went to, to H-Day in Orlando, I think in 2013, I want to say, 2013-14, and um, seeing the cars that were at that stage then, even some of the builders at the stage that they were and at the stage they are now, it's it's progressing. Okay. Everything's progressing. That's cool, man. And even, you know, the whole East Coast. Yeah. It's I, I've been going out to, like, the Northeast since about 2012. 2012 was my first age day and just seeing the quality of cars grow from something that was like ah they're all right to now it's they're really competitive yeah. it's like damn it's, yeah it's I, stuff, I will man. agree on that it has it has it has like come up a lot since back then yeah and i i mean you could you could either put that into social media's hands or or what have you but it's changed a lot and I like that. I like that competitive spirit. Yeah, that some me of these too. It makes have. it fun. Man. Oh yeah, and definitely. Going going to shows as like as somebody who's on both sides it makes it fun. If you're going to a show and you're showing your car off and you're like competing against other people, it's fun. Or if you're just going as a spectator to, exactly. to watch, it's obviously you know good as well. Yeah, and you gain stuff out of it. At the end of the day, you're gonna gain 
a day out of it. You mm-hmm. take your family, you go mm-hmm. check out the cars, but that's the bare minimum. Dude, people gain uh, you know, exposure, they gain um, motivation, they get to make relationships, they get to, you know, it, it's endless, man. Yeah. And that's why I encourage a lot of people just to go out to these events, support these events, because you never know what you're going to experience there. And they're always, they're, it's always different every event, no yep. matter what. Super cool. So I got to ask, man. So um, I, just because I'm not familiar, like what's your, what's your role in like the IBOC tour? Do they have you going there as just a vendor or are you like judging or what's your role? Um, pretty much just a vendor. Okay. You know, um, that was take it back to ibok 2010 that was my first space ever where i had had a booth so ibok has always had you know a a special place in my heart and of course going to more and more every year pay the first one to pay the booth you know i'm on it they they don't if they were to sign up with like a 5 year thing i'm like all right here's for 5 years i don't want to deal with it cuz yeah. it's it's going to happen you know and getting to meet these guys um and Ryan from Ibok, such a great guy, you know, such a positive influence. Yeah, I haven't, in I haven't gotten, gotten to officially meet him yet, but I've heard good things. Oh, dude, you gotta meet him. And he's older too, you know. He's he's not really about the kids shit. He's a he's a man. He's been in this community forever, and he's just like, hey, we're just throwing the show. Like it's nothing. That's you know, awesome. We're throwing the show. You know, people come, they come, they don't, they don't. Yeah, you know, and like, damn, that's a <laughs> that's a good attitude, and it just grows and grows and grows. Yeah, they're they're coming to uh, Philly, and I have my yeah. car on the show, so I'm oh, looking forward. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Dude, that should be a good show. You're going to that? Yeah, too. yeah. we'll be there. We'll have to kick it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'll dude. be fun. So, um, so how I'm involved with it is basically it started last year because that's when they decided to go out. Ryan's like, hey, it's gonna be this much for a booth. And I still pay for booths because even he's my homie. You gotta like, support. You have to support because he's putting in hell of time for this, you know? Oh, yeah, and man. he could very well just be like, oh, dude, I got you a booth. Don't worry about it. I'm like, nah, dude, let's keep friendship one way and business, business on the other side, you know? So he's like, hey, if you wanna do this, it's gonna be this much. But if you wanna come to the rest of the tours, it's gonna be this. I'm like, Dude, hell yeah, let's do it. I'm yeah. with you. So when he sets up an Airbnb, we stay with him. So if you don't have to worry about lodging and like, you get to hang out That's with fun, them, man. like, dude, it's priceless. That's super fun. And plus too, man, it's like, you know, you, you, you've been like supporting them for so long and you get to like travel with them and, and spread the word for, of your company Definitely. to different, you know, cities and stuff. So it's like a win-win. Oh, dude, it's, it's, it's a friendship. Yeah. That's it. It's just a family. friendship. That, yeah, it's family. Everybody is growing at the same time and you want to help everybody grow and you want to see everybody. At least I do. You know, I want to see everybody grow. And I love seeing that last year he just had a couple events and then this year it's even more and more. And he'll ask me my advice. What do you think? I'm like, dude, let's do it. Whatever you want to do. I got you. Like, I got your back with it. So you're not going to go to this event by yourself like you're at least gonna have some cali guys that, with that's you. awesome man yeah i went to the the ibac the ibac meet i think maybe back in like 2010 or 2011 I, I went like like one or two years back then and and dude like seeing the builds back then was just like mind yes dude. and like i mean I've, I've unfortunately have only been able to see like the coverage from like every year after online but it's still it's like super cool and i love that they're doing this like tour now yeah man it's awesome and it's like from back then it has it has um a prestige to it so people that go to the event they're like okay my car's got to be on this quality because that's how all i've seen it in socal that's how all the cars were so this is what i want to shoot for and um they they do um they they approve the cars what is it called? 
What do you mean? Where they approve the car? Oh, like the screening. Just, they yeah, screen, screen, yeah, screening. Yeah, screening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they for have, approval screening. Yeah. For for the iBox here, they don't. But for the ones um, across the country, they screen, and they've been bringing a lot of nice cars. Do you think out. they'll ever do that out here, or, or do you think it's just just no? How it it's is, too right? big out here, man. Yeah. It's grown way too big. Where it's just like this. The event they have is an actual meet. So yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's yeah. just go. So do it's it. like. I'm trying to remember just because it's been so long. So it's it, it's it, it's just like whoever shows up, it's like first come first serve. Like that gets um, it. that. But I remember when we went, and I, I I think they've changed it since. But it was like at their headquarters. Yeah, and it yeah, was just, yeah. It yeah. was massive. Yeah, right now since it's been they've been in uh, business maybe 14, 15 years. Like it's getting a lot more structured now like they'll give different times and stuff but you know it's still hectic i'm yeah. sure with your guys' oh, event yeah. as much as you try to structure it like somebody hey i'll be there right now I'm like dude <laughs> yeah. you know and it's your homie but like man come on let's let's it's, do this yeah plan, doing events is like so stressful exactly Super man stressful. so every time i go to events even if i know the people were homies or whatever i'm always respectful like i don't just go in there and be like hey, i want my booth right here i'm like hey man what do you need help with where do you need us because I know what they're dealing with, and I know they're dealing. And with And that's a awesome lot that you're all, that you understand that because a lot of people don't. Oh yeah, and it's people that you would expect to like. Dude, you know what the hell I'm going through. Why are you doing this to me right now? It's always those people that like ask for favors, like a, like exactly. the day off or something. You're no, just like, don't ask me for shit. Or the, or the worst is when people are like not happy with where they're parked exactly. or where their booth is, and you're just like. Sorry, man. And I've always had the the uh, the mentality where like put me wherever I'm gonna make this shit happen. Mm -hmm. Do whatever is gonna work. I for wish you. every vendor was like exactly. That. <laughs> you know, put me wherever you want. I'm gonna make this shit happen because I I feel that it's my responsibility to get people to the booth. So when I'm doing posts like oh the booth set up here, we're the night before we're getting ready to go. Like that's on me. So if people want to come to to see our booth. That's their motivation. Like, oh, okay, cool. Downstairs going to be over here. It's not on the They'll promoter. They'll find you if they want to go to. Exactly. Right? It's not on the promoter. They're giving you space. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like a swap meet. You know, a swap meet doesn't care if you sell mm -hmm. or not. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, this is your spot. 521. 521. <laughs> I'm going to put it up. It's my responsibility to make sure that yeah. I got traffic right yeah, there. Yeah, man. So, dude. Switching gears a little bit, let's talk about Downstar, man. So for the people that are listening and or watching or whatever who aren't familiar, what does uh, Downstar Inc. offer, like product-wise? Um, well, we started off with, you know, fender washers, and then from there it turned into engine kits. And basically what an engine kit would be is, like, the hardware side of it. We have replacements. So I have a paper. It'll say bag one contains this to this. So you just pull off a bolt, put on a new one. And then a few years later, then we started dipping into more like, okay, people want stuff for their mounts. People want stuff for their transmission. And now it's pretty much if you have like a, a general Honda, EGDC, EK, EF, whatever, we have like top to bottom, nice. suspension, engine, everything. Wow. And we developed our um, our beauty washer. So we have the billet aluminum beauty washer. Yeah, hey, I've go. seen those. So clean. Yeah, dude. They'll go under the nuts. They'll go under the bolts. And it, it just gives our customers that next level of creativity so you could take your build to the next level and then we we offer we also offer you know like brake line tuck kits fuel kits um, booster deletes and things like that you know and apparel also just uh just things to help out the everyday enthusiast the builder because i know what it's like to 
be in that position. Like, dude, now what do I do with my fuel? Like, I don't even know, you know, and I don't it's expect tough, everybody. It's tough, especially for somebody just starting out. Yeah, I don't expect them to know that kind of stuff. And that's my job. My job is to know to that. Educate. And then to tell them, hey, this is what you, if that's what you're trying to accomplish, this is what you need. And I've never attached it from, or attacked it from like a sales point. Like, hey man, so you want to buy it? You want to buy it? I'm like, dude, what are you trying to do? Okay, I'm trying to do that. Okay, you want to do this. Uh, well, I'm like, okay, cool. If that's what you want to do right now, that's cool. But you're going to be wasting money in the long run. So I just want to let you know that right now. Like, I'm not trying to make you spend this money. But in the future, you're going to want to go with something else, you know? Yeah, or, it's good that you're like honest about that. Yeah. Because like, you know, that's the best kind of salesperson is like someone who's honest. Oh, definitely, man. People come to the booth and, uh, and they'll be like, yeah, I just want to get this. I'm like, well, what is your idea? What do you? trying to picture you know yeah, and you that, want to guide your customers in the right direction exactly and you don't want to ever steer them away or make a quick buck and then them never come back that's all you them. get yeah you get that quick buck yeah and that's it yeah. you know, 50 bucks here or but if you treat them right and you and you steer them the right way they're like well shit i'm gonna come back and imagine if they turn into like a builder where they have multiple cars you know every year they'll come out with a new build like mm-hmm. you're in their build package now like what you figure that's you where loyalty use. and like return customers come oh, in. if definitely. you treat them right they'll treat you right all day man yeah. all day that's what i've noticed man like I, I love that you have like that interaction with your clients and you're honest and you'll and you're just the type of person that would just like never steer someone like in the wrong direction oh yeah man and that all goes back to like core principles it's like i i know people that will do certain things for money and it's like my relationships that I make with people are worth way more than any monetary amount. You know, I feel like I'm at a good space where where my family isn't struggling. We're not having to like eat fast food every day. You know, we're, yeah. we're good. So there's no reason for me to have to lie to somebody just to get that money to yeah. swindle them, mm-hmm. you know. But that's that that's not saying that if somebody comes in the store and they're like, uh i don't know because i only uh, i'm like i give them that extra motivation you know if it takes me like if you want it right now i'll give you 100 bucks like all right that's cool you know because i'm a hustler at the end of the day but the stuff i'm not selling them is not that they don't need it it's just that they're on the fence about it and if they already spent a lot of money with me i'm like dude just let's do it you know just i want i want you to go home put this stuff on and you have that like that moment where you step back and you're like dude that looks dope you know because that's that's what sales is yeah. you know at the end of the day that's what you want yeah. when you get new shoes and you put them on like even yeezys you know they're super expensive resales crazy but when you put them on you're like damn these are comfy yeah, you know it's that first time and that and that feeling is what makes people come back exactly yeah man so um what would you say is your guys's like bread and butter product like what you guys sell the most or is there anything is there anything that comes to mind with um that? or is it just a little bit of everything it's basically just like the honda dress-up yeah. kits okay you know it, every day it'll be like a transmission an engine a mount some stuff fender washer kit um one thing that's really been taking off for us is the uh fender flare hardware yeah yeah because when before i developed that product pretty much everybody would use like Phillips screws like like chrome yeah, Phillips screws yeah. and they're like yeah we're doing we're, it we're, on this Aventador <laughs> like dude what are you doing you know they'll use like like um the black bolts yeah I want black sleek I'm like yeah it's gonna rust bro yeah, you'll go to SEMA and it's already rusting like what are you doing you know so I worked with um 
I worked on this uh, GTR. Maybe you've seen it was the Garrett Greddy GTR. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. So the guy Ernie that built that, he he wanted to get Downstar on his car, on on that (laughs) car. So I basically went to his house, figured out what product that I wanted to use for it. And took off the whole kit and like drilled nice. it out and shit. And he didn't give a shit. He's like, oh, dude, do whatever, you know? But I'm like, oh, shit, it's GTR, you know, <laughs> taking off the Phillips. How, ma- how many pieces would you have to guess that you you, you put in there? That one was a lot more because a we did more. like the canards and all that stuff, okay. like the lip and everything. But the basic so like a kit. a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot. But the basic kit is about 65 okay. pieces. Whoa. And... It didn't really take off. Like, I've spoke to all those guys that do those kits, like the RWB dude, um, all the Rocket Bunny, like, all those guys. I've spoken to them all, and I showed it to them, but that's not where their mind's at right there. Their mind is getting the kit out. Yeah, they could care less about the They could care less. If it's riveted on, they don't care, as long as the kit is going to stay on, you know? So I found it was my job to, to show this product and the value of it. And then we actually linked up with uh, TJ Hunt. He bought him for his his wide body, and he did a whole review on it. I didn't even know him, and people are like, "Dude, yeah, can- he's got a huge following." Yeah, people are like, "Congratulations on TJ Hunt's video." I'm like, "What are you talking about, dude?" He's like, "Yeah, he used your stuff." I'm like, "Send me the link," and I checked <laughs> it out, and I know numbers, so I'm like, "Oh, damn, this dude had like six hundred thousand f- subscribers on YouTube." Oh my gosh! So I hit him up. I was like. He, I had his number because he ordered from the website. I was like, hey, man, thank you for doing that. You didn't need to do that. Like anything else you need, this is my number. Just hit me up. Because with marketing, that's not free. Like mm-hmm. when people market for you, that's not free mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And this is all going to tie together because now that product, since he's done that, through the roof. That's and awesome. that could be our number one product. And it just had to had, have that was, somebody was that one? Yeah. to show the, the value of it. And... You know, he had the influence and people are like, man, that looks way better than just some rivets or something, you know? So yeah, it, it, all it just takes is that one person and for like people to see it and it's just like, yeah, done. That's yeah, it. yeah. So all those relationships, I, I appreciate that. And that's why I hit him up is because like he didn't have to do that yeah. at all. When you get to that point of influence, like you pretty much have the right to call somebody and say, hey, do you want to work together? Because you that's your portfolio. That's mm-hmm. what you bring forth. Yeah. You know, and for him to just do that off the rip for free, like that, that that's, was pretty that, dope. That's, that's cool that it had like really good benefits. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've never had any exposure happen like that. Like that. Yeah, that's awesome. That gave me a, a really new respect for the YouTube community. Like yeah, man. these dudes have reach. Yeah, that's so cool. So dude, another thing too, tell us a little bit about like the merch that you guys have. Like I know you guys do like shirts and hats and stuff. Like well this is a new hat that oh, we, did. <laughs> we just oh, released yeah. this one nice yesterday. Head. But when when I was younger I was into skateboarding and that's like a skateboarder's dream is to have your own oh, yeah. brand. You know? And even in high school I was making my own t-shirts that said Downstar. And this was in 2001, dude. Iron-ons, you know? I'm sure most of you guys out there have done it. You print it on the paper, cut it out, put it, (laughs) iron it on, and now you got your own clothes. So when I had the business, it was like, I want to move into merch just because I want to be able to wear my own clothes. And if people enjoy my designs, like, that's dope too. And seeing them at the car show wearing the shirts, like... 
that that's a really good feeling dude yeah whenever i see people who have like their own businesses and they don't have any kind of merch i'm just like mind blown why like yeah. even if it's like a restaurant or like a food truck or 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 like a, a shop something like, and they don't have like their own merch i'm just like mind blown yeah man because like people... that should be like that's like the biggest no-no for marketing oh dude for real if you guys have a brand out right now this is your this is me to you. If you have a brand and you don't have merch, dude, you're messing up oh, big yeah. time. Don't think about it as the shirt's going to cost me X amount. I'm going to have to buy this much. What if they don't sell? Don't think about that. Even give them away yeah. to your friends. Like for people to be walking around to have a Downstar shirt on, that's, that is advertising. Yep. You know, So that's why we're always doing shirt giveaways and stuff. And we don't like – the shirts are 20 bucks, which is basically like – a regular price t-shirt like we could tax but we don't yeah you know because i want i'm not selling this to make money off of it it's advertising i'm selling for people yeah. to advertise it and people are proud to wear it you know and yeah. which is that's just a reflection of, of what the business means to them yeah the thing about advertising that some people don't understand is like they're just there should never be like a dollar amount to yep. it like there's some people would be like oh there's this like billboard ad that i want to pay for and then they're like oh but is it worth the money there i just think there should just be no price tag on it because mm -hmm. there's no value to people seeing your brand you can't there's no way to to say because of this hat i've made so much money <laughs> besides just you know you know selling that hat but maybe somebody sees it it starts a conversation you don't know all the conversations that all of your customers have had yeah. you know that's it's priceless yeah. and when i talk to people and they're just like, oh, I don't know if it's worth them. Like, you're messing up, bro, because this is invaluable. When there's five people, 10 people at a car show all walking around and they all have the same shirt on, people are going to be like, what is that design? Advertising. Like, what is that? Yeah. You know, what? what is that hat? And then, you know, conversation starts. Maybe they'll come by the booth, but it happens all the time. Yeah. That, that, I mean, it's so powerful, man. And it just brings it back to like investing in yourself. Like you have to invest in yourself and invest in your business. And you can't think about it like, oh, well, it's going to be 2000 bucks. Like, no, you have to put in that work. You have to put in the work at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. That's it. And that's awesome that you're putting in that, that work, man. I, you guys have like a lot of good like merch. Thank you. Thank and, you. and it's like, and it's a really good way to just like advertise to get your stuff out there. Definitely. That's awesome. That's cool. And it sounds like you're like having fun with it as oh, well. Oh, dude, it's so fun, man. Because I'll just get an idea and I'm like, oh, let's do a shirt. And I've gained these relationships with my printers where I could just text them like at night. Like, hey, dude, can we get these? I want 50 of this. And then like, five, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. And send me the bill. A week later, shirts are here. Let's get it going. That's and that's cool. it. That's awesome, dude. <clears throat> so, dude. The Downstar Heavy in the Streets documentary. Tell us about that. Um, the documentary was done by uh, Right Hand Drive Kev. So it was about two box ago. We flew him down to film the whole documentary. He basically, that's when we did the transition for the Right Hand Drive. So we changed it from the green to the gray. Um, and he like basically vlogged that whole thing. And then after that, it was kind of the, the story where it would tell where we started from and a lot of the stuff that I've already spoke about, you know, my, my parents were in it and just some of my friends and just tell where the company came from. But it, it, I think it was a good representation of the brand and where we started from, but it, it's kind of like just to get you in the door, Yeah, absolutely. you know? And I think that there's a lot more, like a lot of stuff that I've already spoken about that's never been touched on. And if you just look at Downstar, if you look at Downstar from this, 
and you just see that and yeah. you're just like uh seems like a douchebag you know but it's just the there's a lot more to it and, and and you feel like that documentary was a good like way of letting people know that good way to come yeah. in because a lot of people would be like yeah i saw i saw the brand from the documentary so it's a good way for people to come in and say hey what is this you know so it's it's a good 30 minute watch that's I, awesome I, I yeah I, I i checked it out when you first did it and i was like this is really cool yeah and, and you use it as like your kind of your intro to like youtube right yeah, yeah definitely that, that, that's awesome dude so what goes into running a company like Downsar and like what's your best advice for somebody like looking to start like any sort of business? Well, to run the business is just like fixing issues and make sure everything runs right. Um, you just got to make sure that you're an honest person and that you're just not feeding people bullshit. Yeah. Stuff happens all the time. If we have like 20, 30 different style washers and maybe 10, 15 different colors. So there's a chance that like a red will not be in stock in one of those sizes. So we have to get anodized and yeah. it's just communicating. I'm not gonna tell the people, oh, it's in the mail, it's in the mail. And they're like, dude, mail cam, where's it at? Oh, my bad. It, like, no, I don't play that shit, dude. Like people know, I'll be like, yo, bro, my bad. I'm sorry, we don't have that one in stock. Like, what do you wanna do? And most people, they're just, building ahead anyway so like, oh don't worry my car's not even out of paint i'm like all right cool <laughs> you know you just got to communicate and we even have they could text us you call us oh, that or must you be text huge. us oh dude it's so dope i'll have somebody on a sunday night eight o'clock hey man i have a b-series i want to get the trans hardware boom send them the link five minutes later they'll order it nice. you know no emails no monday through friday shit i'm a hustler bro at the end of the day i'm a hustler and i'm gonna make this shit happen that's cool that you have that option because a lot of people like want to know right and it's more personal too yeah and plus obviously they get to know like right then and there exactly but i know i know how business is changing and just like you know social media and, and how we live as people how how it's changing business is going to change to that mm -hmm. you have to be ready for yeah. that order because they can just take their money somewhere else maybe they'll get like buyer's remorse and be like ah, maybe i'll hold off you know maybe their ladies in their ear and, ah, you know something dude so if it's that time when that person's ready to go like we make it happen how do you have that set up is it it's not to your like personal phone is personal it? Oh, phone personal? Wow. yeah so it's a google number nice and and businesses out there a google number is free so you pick whatever number you want and you get it forwarded to, to your nice. phone. So when I answer, it says call from, to answer, press one, to send a voicemail, press two. So when I answer it, I know it's a business call. Nice. So thank you for calling Downstairs, Frank, I might help you. Instead of like, hey, hey. hello. What's up? What's up? <laughs> What's up, who is this? Why are you calling me? I don't have your number, you know? But to answer the other part of your question, the advice that I would give people that are trying to start a business, is I get a lot of people that focus on the business aspect of it like i want to trademark this i want to get a patent on this what do I, I do i need a lawyer this i'm like well what are you selling well i just want to be i want to sell like car stuff but I'm like dude you don't even know what you're selling <laughs> like you want to bake pies and you're already calling marie calendars like how do i get a contract with you don't even you're not even building you're pies even, bro it's like, like do you even have a name <laughs> do you have a name like sell that shit out of your trunk bro like do what you gotta do you know like i i think this shit is like I bought, I was selling it out of the trunk. Yeah. I had the, the little JDM 
Dude, a lot of people get like lost in like the logistics of a business and forget about like the product. Exactly. They for they they like they're too busy trying to think of like you said like trademarking something or a lawyer or like how am I gonna pay my taxes? But they like forget about the product. Dude, that that's where it's at. Yeah. You know, if you don't have a good product, you're only gonna go this high. Mm -hmm. That's it. No matter if your marketing is on point, the product sucks. The product sucks. Whatever, dude. And it doesn't matter. It's what what is down star? Nothing. It's an upside down star. That's what it's that, that's why the star is always pointing down. Down star. You could call it whatever, you know? You could call it glass, you know, glass bolts. What you could call anything, dude. It's not about the name. It's not about catchy. It's not about gimmicks. If you're a real company, a real person, you don't need that kind of shit. It's all on the product. That's why your favorite your favorite taco shop is like Maria's number four, you know? Because they know what they're and doing. This is their good. fourth business. This is their fourth location. Like, you know, don't focus on that stuff. Don't focus on, you know, branding. Don't focus on this. Like, that. those are just reasons for you to, like, not do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I got to do this. I don't even have money to do this. Dude, just do it. Just do it. If you have an idea of a cool sticker... Make the sticker, sell it to your friends on Instagram, you know? And then from there, you get like a Shopify. Mm-hmm. Simple, dude. And then from there, you go. But everybody's not built for it, man. Because when people start getting money that they never expected to start getting, they get ahead of themselves. And, oh, cool. Now I can afford this. Now I can afford that. Yeah. yeah, but now you need to pay for those stickers that you just sold. Yeah. And you're running out, so you need to re-up. Yeah. You know? That Yeah, that's like some good advice that my dad... Actually, my dad was actually telling me that on my way to the airport today. He was just saying how like a friend of his was like, you know, starting out a business. And he was just like just getting money now. And he's like kind of not really knowing what to do with it. And it's like some people just aren't built for it, man. No. They see all this money and they like change and they just like lose sight of what it is that they're trying to do. Yeah, man. And like it's easy to do that. The way I've always thought about business, you know, I don't want this to come off the wrong way because I've only smoked weed. I've never done any drugs (laughs) in my life, but like like a drug dealer. Yeah. You know, like I've paid in full. That's my favorite movie. Like Scarface, you know, all those movies. What is the problem that happens in all of them? Greed. Mm -hmm. That's the problem that ruins everything. If everybody's legit, everybody's good, you can have your business and you can, everybody eats, you know, everybody eats. So my idea was I have this person's money. This person bought $100 worth of stuff with me, balls in my court. I have to get this stuff out as soon as possible so I can check that off. That transaction is complete. A lot of people don't do it like that. You're talking about fab guys, paint guys, you know, dudes like that where they see the money coming in and like, ooh, $5,000 job. Hell yeah, he'll pay up front. And then what, two years later? Like, no, dude, you have to be able to put the money to the side Mm -hmm. and you have to hold your part of the bargain. And when you get that money in, you have to think of that money that it wasn't yours to begin with. So you flip that into something else, mm-hmm. you know? Say if this picks up more, you're not gonna stick with the same equipment when you're interviewing Jerry Seinfeld or whatever, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. Like you gotta keep invest- in- investing, investing. Yeah. 
and then and growing growing and investing learning, yeah. merch every, you gotta keep putting in and then you'll know when the time is right yeah you know it, it starts off slow maybe maybe you'll go out to red lobster once a week <laughs> you know something small that you weren't used to before but you don't you don't just start getting money and be like oh yeah if we can get a roll you get a bends <laughs> and like that's stupid yeah. And people are dumb with their money, no matter if you make money or not. Like just regular people, they're dumb with their money. I know. It's funny to see when like when like football players get signed at like the NFL, they'll go out and buy like a car Terrible, right away. Bro. It's like, what are you doing? And just like rappers and everything. Yeah. Like these these dudes, they come from nothing. Mm-hmm. And then they get all this money, but they don't have the knowledge. They don't have an OG. They're not built for it. They're not built for it. They're not built for the longevity. And then that's the easiest way to fall, man. When you're not thinking the like you said the longevity, and you start doing stupid shit with your money, you just like that's yeah. the easiest way to back to the bottom. Definitely, man. Yeah. So you got to be smart with it. Yeah, man. Some good advice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, dude. So you guys uh, recently, I don't really know the whole backstory to it, but you guys recently had like like got a new website, like it's back up now. Like, how was that like downtime for? Oh, you? dude. Like, every that's one thing that you have to deal with business okay. too. Every once in a while, something will happen. You know, you get a lot of traffic because it shuts down the server or what have you. Like this last one that happened was because, um, you know, when you have to type in like, I'm not a human type. In yeah, these, the like, so, yeah, that, yeah. somebody it. was like, hey, dude, it's not working. So I hit up my, my uh, website, the one who does the support for me, and he changed one thing. But then it wasn't compatible with everything. So I was down oh, for like two that's days. That's the shitty thing about like updating. Oh, like yeah, that. dude. It's like, oh, God. And it was it was a pain, bro. How long were you guys down for? Two days. Oh, that must have sucked, man. Yeah, but one, one good thing is like we we have a good rapport with our customers. They're like, hey, dude, the website's down. They're like, oh, it'll be down up soon. All right, cool. It's not like they're going to go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm communicating with them. If anything, I'll send them an invoice or excuse me, but just communication and it just comes to those relationships that you've built with people too because if i was just some guy that pe- people didn't even know oh the website's not working eh, whatever I'm not, you know <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they've yeah. pictured they've built the car in their head they know what they want and they know that downstar is going to be attached to that so if they have to wait a couple days they don't mind yeah. you know but to me on the other end i'm freaking out because i'm like shit the website's not working you know what do i gotta do i'm dealing with these people and and, and the people that run our website is in the uk Ooh. so it's like they're answering me back at 12 or something That's, but dude two days is not bad it's though. not bad. thankfully it wasn't more. oh dude and i've had stunk. it happen before and even i've had it happen at black friday before oh. where it, the, the server just shut down because too many people overloaded that it sucks. so i'm calling them i don't care upgrade i don't care whatever we have this package do it oh dude Let's, we gotta go <laughs> and uh yeah but it's just it's when you have the social media reach where pretty much a, a lot of your customers follow you, you can reach them. Like, hey, website's down. Hey, new product's coming out. Hey, we're going to be here. Like, they know. They already know. So it's 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 a tool that a lot of people don't take advantage of. Yeah, I agree. Man. And we're trying our hardest to capitalize on it all. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. All right, man. So I have another quote from you that you've, that you've, uh, oh, that you've said that I want you to read just because it's like super like stuck with me as well. Guys, I haven't read since like <laughs> 2003. But actually, I do read sometimes, but it's to myself. So it's in my head. <laughs> so let's see. So this was from February 24, 2015. Oh, I remember. This is a 
It's a good one. It's a good one. If I may say so myself. <laughs> so, look at yourself five years ago. Do you like the same things that you did five years ago? Talk to the same people, think the same, dress the same? Maybe you do, or maybe things have changed. So how can you judge someone on the way they think, like, choose, etc.? On what they think, like, choose, etc.? I try my hardest to never make a fun of somebody, somebody's build, car style. I may not have the same taste as them, but I don't have the same taste of me five years ago. And five years from now, I might not have the same taste that I do now. But will I ever look back at myself and laugh? Fuck no. The me I am now is because of who I was five years ago. The me I will be in five years is because of the me I am right now. You more than likely won't find me with a slammed car on sleeves anymore because of how my taste has changed. But I won't forget how I felt ordering them off eBay, then waiting for them to come in and finally installing them. So when I see a fellow enthusiast rolling on some sleeves with a smile on their face, I know how they feel because that's the same way I felt. Read that and laugh, but I can damn sure bet you didn't come out of the puss busting out nine second quarter miles or cover car builds. Life is a journey. Realize that everyone is on their own timeline. Be the you that you would like to look up to in five years. That's deep, man. <laughs> dude, that's Thank yeah, you, dude. Man. That stuck Thank with you. me, man. I like. I was like, man. What? what so what? Is, what is that something like that? Like, just tell us like what what that means to you, man. Like, like in your own words, like. I guess it gives, goes back to the the chapter thing that I was talking yeah. about. But I always just look back, like when trends come around, you know, people make fun of it. But people forget where they were back in those days when that was cool. Like, I would never look back on myself with, you know, like a fitted cap and a long white tee and, like, laugh at myself because I was having the time of my life back then, you know? We were going out all the time, house parties, you know, like, seeing fights and, you know, talking to girls and just, like, you know, no worries. No, why would I make fun of that person? Like, that was so dope. And every point in my life, everything that I've ever done was me. So why would I look back and make fun of myself? And that's why that, that kind of goes back to where I feel that people don't look at the younger generation mm-hmm. and understand what they're doing is the same thing that we were doing. You know, you can't look back at, you can't look at somebody who's 17, 18 and be like, you're stupid. You don't even know what the hell. Cause they don't, yeah. they don't know what the hell they're doing. They've been driving for what, two years. And how much do you expect them to know? You know, and I was even talking about this to my wife last night. It's like pretty much from age, I would say age 10, but you could even say 13 from from when you're born to 13. Like those, that's a waste of time. Like it's gone. When you're from zero to five, you don't remember any Mm -mm. of that. You don't remember any of that. So she she was like, yeah, I don't want to get old. And I'm like, look, I'm, I'm 30, I'm 33 right now. In 33 years, I'm gonna have way more experience and way more growth and you know fun than I did from zero to 33 no, because so much of that was just learning. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that I'm gonna change drastically, but I'm just gonna things are just gonna improve. You know, yeah. business is gonna improve. Maybe I'll get into uh, have another business or whatever. You know, you just grow, and it's just people that don't recognize their own growth are doing their their self a disservice. I agree. Man. Like, how are you gonna grow if you don't see where you've came from? 
And that's why I can't vibe with people who are stuck up or maybe they are good in the sense what they're doing right now. But if I can't vibe with you as a person, I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about. I'm, I'm the same way. Know? Yeah, if somebody has like a good craft and they, they're good at what they do or their product is top notch, but they're like it too into themselves, they're not like approachable, it like just like kills it for I'm me. Good. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good on it that. Kills you it know? For me. But it's like a home run if their like product is really good and they're like the coolest, most humble person ever. Yeah, like, like I was telling you with your, your buddy Marcus, yeah. like after watching, I'm like, damn. I could be friends with that dude. You know, he's he seems like a super cool guy. Yeah. And and he he has And he's reach. got a good crap, so it goes like hey. Exactly. Man, super man. Cool. But if you don't have that, like if you let that shit get to your head, dude, you're only gonna go mm-hmm. so high. Because yeah. you're missing out on the real people in the world that are that see through that and like, eh, I don't wanna fuck yeah. with this person, you know? Yeah, it's always good to to be to do because you never know when it's your time you never know when you're gonna get like the shit end of the stick and like i said if something happens if we lose downstar or whatever i have so many relationships that i've made where i'll be like hey dude can can like i go work with you or you know can you help me out with yeah. this you know because they're gonna know but damn. if somebody was like a douchebag and they fall people Laugh. are gonna be like laughing your oh face. yeah that, that's that's where you like really just like you know do yourself a bad favor. Oh, yeah. Cool to people. Yeah, and like, why would you want people not to like you? You know, why would you want to act like that? Yeah. Who are you trying to impress? Know. You know, and that's, yeah, I, I never got people that do that, man. That's like the Hollywood lifestyle. I know. Bro. I'm, I'm all about just being like humble and treating people the way that you want to be treated, and and it it always comes back. Man. Oh, definitely. It's always man. like reciprocated. Definitely. If, if you're if you're that way, so. 100%. Glad that you're that way too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, let's uh, switch gears a little bit and just talk about like marketing and social media. Uh, how would you say? Uh, how important do you feel that is to to downstar success? Um, it's a very great tool. I'm <laughs> gonna say that it's something that I really focus on, and it, it's it gives me the ability to connect with our customers on a more intimate level. Mm-hmm. Now, if if today Instagram decided to go away, Facebook, they all went away, of course it would hurt the business. But Absolutely. I have to figure it out. You gotta figure it out. And one thing that I learned from my uh, my few years in the University of Best Buy is that you got <laughs> you gotta keep it changing, man, because there's a reason Best Buy is around and Circuit City, good guys and those companies, they're not around. They're switching up all the time and then you have to grow with the times. Yeah. You can't get stuck in one Absolutely. way dude, dude it's so interesting what i don't know if you heard about what like gary v had to say about like toys are us going out of business did you, did you ever hear that um was he saying it about well go ahead well he it was interesting because he was saying that he he thinks that toys are us fell off is because like you said like they just weren't being innovative at all they were just doing the same old thing and like never really got like the whole like online sale thing really going and they just like stuck to the old ways and just time passed oh yeah it's like anything anything you stick to the old ways is not gonna work when you you gotta adapt you gotta evolve and grow and i guess they just fall behind yeah man which is it's really terrible because like for for a young kid that i remember me as a kid you know i just to know that we were going to toys r us even if i was just getting a hot wheel like a dollar <laughs> i'll be like looking around you know now kids aren't going to have that experience but sad. life is changing 
things are changing and yeah. kids kids the experiences they have now are totally different yeah. than what we had i know you know so you just got to be able to adapt change and you know just keep moving forward yeah. but, and i think he even like might have compared them the companies like for example like like lego who, who does like really cool things at their stores and people like lego competitions yeah and all this stuff and they just have like cooler things going on they're just not a store where you go and you're buy something and leave like there's just a better experience and i guess like toys r us kind of fell short on yeah that. i mean uh, as far as like from an, an adult side of it yeah. i definitely see that but the kids are definitely gonna the, suffer because like you I don't even remember kb toys yeah. i used to love going to kb's dude yeah. i would buy a video game that was on sale just because you know i could afford it i'm like <laughs> i don't care if i like it like yeah. i'm gonna figure yeah. how to like it because now i'm able to buy something dude i read somewhere that kb toys was coming back really i don't I, I don't want to take credit for if this is like fake news. That's what I heard. Well, that would this, be wild. This is this is definitely the era that we're in. Where any entrepreneur, you need to focus on the past, figure out what was cool back then, yeah. and be able to bring it back now. Because if somebody was able to market, like say arcades, mm -hmm. I'm sure somebody's doing this already. But yeah. say say arcades, right? Like like Dave and Buster's. But did it on a different throwback scale, like, yeah. you know, have Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Trilogy, Street Fighter, you know, but then have alcohol in there too. You could drink, you know, yeah. you could smoke or something, <laughs> snacks and shit, you know, just if you can capitalize on nostalgia, that's where it's at right now. That's where it's at. People are huge on like the 90s and retro things. Exactly, man. That's where it's at, man. Yeah, if you focus on that, you you definitely have a business on your hands Absolutely. for sure. So, dude, uh, you do a lot of like engaging with your fans, which I'm sure, which I've mentioned a little bit before. How important is that to you? Um, to me, that's like very important. Um, I never want them to think that I'm just here to take their money, and that's it. And that's why I like to spend the times at shows, talking to them, checking out cars. I've done it so many times where we'll, after a show, you know, we'll go eat or hang out at the hotel or whatever. It's like, I like to make friends and I like to have people around me, like-minded people that just, we just talk cars yeah. or whatever. And I've, I've built so many relationships like that. Like I've had it where I would know somebody from Facebook and I would be coming to their city and I don't know them personally, but they're like, dude, you could stay at my house if you want. I'm like, That's awesome. all right, let's do it. <laughs> and they're lifelong relationships. Like one of my buddies, um, Santi, he lives out there in Orlando. And the reason I met him is when the um, LeBron South Beach Nines came out, he was selling them and he sold them to me for like 450, which at that time was cheap because they were, it was like a oh, couple yeah. days after they came out. Yeah, that's cheap. The colorway is so dope, you know? And he sold them for me for the low because, you know, I was just a car guy and, and he awesome. followed Downstar. And then when I went to Ibach, or um, excuse me, when I went to H Day yeah. in Orlando, I posted up, oh, I'm gonna go out there. He's like, dude, you come stay with me. I'll pick you up at the, whole, or at the airport. I'm like, all right, cool. And like I just saw him this past weekend, and you know we're still homies, and it's it's dope, man, to be able to build relationships like that. That's cool. And man. if I was just a guy who I just come in, come out, and that's it, just do my thing, like I wouldn't have those relationships. Yeah, that's that's awesome, dude. So, dude, um, tell us about your YouTube channel. 
Oh man, dude, the the YouTube channel, like I've seen, I've seen the lane that that YouTubers have and that what they've created. And you're just like, I have to start one. I'm a competitive person, and if I see somebody doing something that I can do better than them, I'm. It's it's not. I don't I don't think of it like this dude doesn't know shit about cars. I think of it like this dude has this reach and he doesn't know shit about cars. Imagine what I can do, you know, if I put my personality into it and yeah. showed people um, my side of things. So um, I started doing the YouTube channel. Um, but this was about, I was doing it every day. That was my thing. I'm going to do it every yeah, day. Yeah, so I, I, I remember we were talking about that for a little bit and that's like really hard. Oh, I can imagine. Dude, it's hard, but when you have stuff like the wedding coming up and a lot of busy things and things you have to focus on like it had to take a back seat and i'm gonna bring it back yeah, yeah i'm gonna bring it back very soon but it's just um life had to get back to normal yeah and you were doing that like completely on your own yeah 100 right? editing everything nice. and and that that was one of my passions too because even in high school like i was in video production i loved it man yeah we would go out skating i would record it and i would have like the the two vcrs and the editor and <laughs> Fade it like you know, and now that, that I <laughs> see the, so old school, I see man. the tools that they have now. Like I was on iMovie, and then I got Final Cut. I'm like, oh my god, what the hell? You know, it's like coloring with five colors, and then you get like the color pencils, <laughs> yeah. like the the big pack. I'm like, dude, this is so sick. So just I I've always been really good with computers and being able to figure out that kind that's, of stuff. That's that's a good thing to know as a business owner. Definitely, and I always I'm always like ah oh, when business owners like have to hire someone to do that oh, or something. Dude, like just no, learn it. Man, I can just I'll be up at nighttime and just like making a video and just like I don't it's know if fun. You, you've seen the one that I did for um um Black Friday, the yeah, Bolt yeah, Friday yeah, yeah, yeah. where we made like a retro <laughs> commercial. That was so funny. Dude. It was an afternoon, bro. Me and my my guy Brandon, who was working here with us, he um I was like, dude, I told him the idea. Like, let's do it. That was so we, funny. That we was went funny. to the thrift store, bought him all his outfit, came <laughs> back, record we recorded it on the app. Cause it's like a retro app. Oh yeah. And then I put it on my computer, edited and everything. And then when it, and then when it dropped, when I did, I don't know if you guys seen it, you got to watch it, man. Cause the beginning is a wedding video and it's somebody's real wedding. I just go or YouTubed wedding and like this actual <laughs> wedding popped up. So I took the video from that. I, it made it look like somebody recorded over over their wedding video. Yeah, I, I saw it. Well, I I, I want to say it was like Big Mike or somebody shared it or a couple people did. Yeah. And I was like, that that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So it, it like it like did it into that. It like like you're recording over it, and then it was the commercial, and then it recorded back, and then it was like step by step came on. <laughs> that shit was so tight, dude. That's funny. Like man. I have great times doing that, videos yeah, that, like stuff that. Stuff like that's so fun, man. As a business owner. And then I also did the one for Cyber Monday. I don't know if you saw. I that don't one. think I saw that one. You, I'll show you that one okay. later. But that one's a more cinematic one. Okay. And we had this um uh videographer that was working with us for a little while named Joseph, and he's a beast, bro. And so. For for maybe a, a couple months, he had footage for us, so I have it on my hard drive. So I had this idea. I had an old video of when I was a kid. Yeah. I was 10 years old and my birthday, and I had like money. I'm like, this is Frank's new money. You know, holding it, my dad's recording with the camera. So I took that footage and then I like voice over it, and I was just like, when you do what you love, you never something, yeah. you know. And then 
at the, and I put all the footage in there that he had from like high quality footage. And then at the end, I said, maybe Mondays aren't so bad after all. <laughs> nice. And then it went into like Cyber Monday to that's, the code. That's awesome, man. But now I switched the last clip to just like Downstar and then it's like Monday motivation kind of that's thing. That's cool, but man. That's a huge passion Yeah, of mine, if you can man. have fun with that it. kind of stuff, man, the possibilities are endless, I always feel like. Oh, yeah, man. And like, like you had him on Halcyon. Like his videos are... It, it's it's emotional dude to watch that and to see what goes into that and so to, much thought to be able to everything. appreciate that and that's one thing that i think people don't do they don't appreciate it because a lot of work goes into that it's not just like that that you put music over and like, oh, like, it's like a, it's a with goes without saying that it's it's an art form man. Oh, it's dude, insane it's art and when i seen that Big Mike's the one that put me on to him. I'm like, this dude is going so places. You know he does like his own music now? And yeah, so dude. Crazy. That's so tight. And I would love to use his music because for some videos, I went to his and I saw in the credits and I'm like, I want to borrow a, a <laughs> song from the same artist, whoever it was, because it had like that that emotional feel to it. And that's yeah, he's really so good cool. about selecting his stuff like that. Yeah. So cool, man. So that, I, I think if I ever see me moving into like expanding it's gonna be that way for yeah. sure like the production of things because i i have genuine fun with it that's awesome man so dude tell us about c2 and your and, and, <laughs> and your relationship with him he always like pops up on your uh on your youtubes and i'm like that guy's cool. uh, he's great man like um when i met when i met his mom he was maybe four or five you know they they like slept in the same bed and stuff so he was like a mama's boy <laughs> yeah and um our relationship just grew crazy from there man and it just from like a young kid just trying like i i was never i i never thought about being a dad you know and it was just to be able to see like sometimes i'll just wear like my hat a different way and then he's wearing a hat and then he'll wear it. I'm like, that's dope, bro. Such an influence. That's so cool, man. So I want to be the most positive influence on him, you know? And I'll, I'll talk to him like an adult. Like you, the decisions that you make right now, that you have you have consequences for him. So you might as well make the right decision or think about the decisions you're making, you know? And like his personality, in these last couple years, his personality has been coming out a lot, which is <laughs> And awesome. he's got like his own YouTube channel. Dude, stuff, yeah, he has his own yeah, channel and yet. stuff. And he's just, I'll just, I'll be right here. I'll be like, all right, C2, ready? Go. Yo, what's up, C2? Like, that's <laughs> tight, bro. That's awesome. Because if I had, if I had somebody who was like guiding me, I think I would have been at this level a lot younger. Oh, yeah. So I, I all see it it. That's all it takes. Exactly. You have to have some somebody that has your best interest in mind and who understands how things work, you know? Yeah. And that's what I tell him all the time, bro. He's like, oh, I want to be, you know, I want to be this. I wanna be this. You can do it. You have to put in the work. Dude, that's it's only a matter do. of time before he comes out with like his own business or like his, his you know, something or a car or builds a car exactly. or something. Dude, my goal is when he's in high school, maybe 17, you know, senior year or something, he's going to be able to buy his own car. And like a dope car besides his project car that yeah. he's going to be working on. And it's not that he's spoiled. It's that like I want to be able to provide the best that I can with a balance of teaching him yeah. life lessons, you know? And, and those are important things to learn, man. Oh, that, yeah. That's, that's awesome that you're like a father figure. Too, oh, yeah. definitely, man. Like 100%. Dude, there's there. I wouldn't have it any other way. Like 
he it the relationship that we built is not just like a, a stepdad you yeah. know i i look at him and i see the things that he does and the way he is like that's my son that's awesome you know man. it's it's dope bro and whenever he needs anything he always has me to ask for it and we're always there we're always doing fun stuff we'll have like man's day and <laughs> Dude, I'll have him like I like I took him and my nephew to Hollywood. Like I was telling you, we went cruising and we took turns with them in the front seat. Yeah. And I'm just bumping music. I'm like, what do you guys want to listen to? You know, <laughs> listen to all the young music and stuff. And just like, yeah, dude. And people are on the streets drunk and they're like, oh, and they're just like, that's experiences. You have to yeah. give them these. And they'll have like really cool stories to tell. They'll like, never forget on. that. Yeah, because the kids at their school, they're not having those opportunities. Mm -hmm. And even if they do have a bigger brother or whatever, they're they're not hanging out mm -hmm. with their kids. But I see the bigger picture. That's awesome. I see that, you know, what I'm showing you guys right now. I've told them this. I was like, when we go cruising right now, when you get older, you guys are going to come and do the same thing with, with your friends or your girlfriends or whatever. You know, you got got to have fun, man. Dude, I'm excited to see like what his future holds. With Me all too, that. That's going to be fun. Like... I really, I really see it as being something extraordinary, you know, not just some kids who has man. a YouTube channel. Yeah, it's just like, I, I can see the family just growing in, in like a crazy pace, you know. I'm always thinking of new ideas and, and the personalities that we have. Like the, even the way that me and Ashley interact with each other, a lot of people tell us like, dude, that's so cool. And it's not fake we're not like oh yeah i love you and then that's, after that's that, real like, life yeah that's it's real life and that was one of my things for youtube is i want to be the most genuine part of me that i can i want people to i've had youtube videos that were short and i'll be like you know what guys i'm like this, this busy day today yeah. and we're not really doing much this is what and I'm as long doing. as you're like straight up about it that goes a long way. Exactly, because I'll meet people, and not just YouTubers, like a lot of people that are influencers online, and it's like, you're not even the same person. You're not. Dude, I had this conversation with one, with, with one of my buddies the other day, and it was interesting. He was pretty much saying like the exact same thing, and he was saying like how it bugs him whenever he meets somebody, and, and, and he thinks like, man, this person's so different from who they are online. Exactly. And it, it and, and it bugs him. Or, or or when people are like, oh, like you gotta give that person a chance. They're different in person, and it's like, that's like being fake. Uh, yeah. You no, hundred percent, dude. Yeah. And it's and people will be like, well, it's just like their that's their business. I'm like, yeah. well, if you want to have a business in being fake, I just posted something about this not long ago. It's it's, it's like, crazy. We were having this conversation about it, and and, and it's and it's funny too because then he also was like, and it also makes me mad when like when 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 like somebody's a douchebag online and they're a douchebag in person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, that that irks me too, man. It's like when somebody has to like put up a front online and they're all like 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 someone different in person and then you, uh, online and then you meet them in person and they're like really quiet and shy. Even, yeah like, what is going on here yeah man and i know it's a lot easier to be like open and funny in 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 front of a camera but then when you're in person you're kind of like shy mm -hmm. but that's yeah. not like that's not who you are yeah. and that's you know? why i respect you man because you're the same person on camera Thank off you. camera in person and it's like that's rad yeah, and it's I appreciate so rare it. these days, man. I feel like. Oh, definitely, man. And and 
if people don't like me or if people do like me, it's because of me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not because, oh, shit, maybe I'll switch up how I say <laughs> this or maybe he'll like, you know, it's it's because of who I am. Yeah. And that's the most genuine that I can. That's all I know how to be. You know, and if Your, I wanted to yourself, yeah. yeah, if I wanted to 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 switch it up, you know, if I wanted to, you know, sell stuff that I don't believe in just to make the money, I can do that. But that's not how I want to make it. That's not how I want to make it at all. I want to make it being myself by myself and just enjoy that life because I, that's embarrassing to me. You yeah. know, See, not being able to be the person that you are. and re- That's embarrassing. Yeah. You know? I, I, I'm going to have to agree with that for sure, man. And no, I mean, no diss on, on other people. Like if you're getting it, do what you got to do. But like, I, I definitely re- respect somebody more that is, is genuine in person. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, you know, Charlemagne, yeah. right? I've been listening to Charlemagne forever. I listened to Breakfast Club and then his podcast. And I actually met him in person. Like, dude, this yeah, is during his book signing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's rad, bro. Cool ass fucking dude, man. It was just like, I, I actually talked to him. I had a small conversation instead of just being like, oh, what's your name? All right, cool. Oh, what's your name? He understood that he wrote a book and we came to support you know, I came maybe an hour out of the way. I took time out of the day to go, you know, and, and to see somebody appreciate that at that kind of level. Yeah. Like that shit's Dude, dope. he's very like forward and honest and just straight up. Which is a, a trait that he's teaching me mm-hmm. because I don't like to hurt people's feelings, man. Because when I, when I was younger, like I, I had to deal with, you know, bullying and things like that. Yeah. And that's a terrible feeling, man. That's a feeling, tough man. thing to deal oh, with. Oh, yeah, man. But it makes you who you are. And I never wanted to make somebody feel like that, like bully them or, or talk shit to them. And even these times that I know a lot of people see me get into conflict online, like I feel bad after a while. No matter if I win the situation or what, I still feel bad because I know that that person's day is fucked up yeah. now. Because if, if I won this argument... And I still feel like shitty about it. Imagine the person that got embarrassed. Way worse. Yeah, you know? But then that goes hand in hand with you got to stick up for yourself. And yeah. that's that's kind of goes back to it too. You know, yeah. you can't let nobody, nobody bully you. You, you got to stand up for what's right no matter what the consequences are. You have to stand up yeah. for what's right. And that's why I kind of like... I. I show I the, the younger kids that are coming out and I see that they're kind of socially awkward and kind of like people pick on them. I don't like to do that shit. I'd rather reach out to them and, and you know like try to try to motivate them and and be that person that they don't have. They yeah. don't have that person mm-hmm. in their life. Um, and even and that's what builds character. Hell yeah, man! Like yeah. back in the day, it was it was me, my two sisters, and my mom. She didn't work, so my dad was providing for all of us. You think I'm gonna go home and tell my dad like, "Oh, I had this problem at school," or tell my parents like they had other shit that they're they have way more important. Oh things, yeah, yeah, dude, and I've always realized that that like I have to take care of what I have to take care of. I only have myself, and that's not saying that my parents wouldn't have been there for me, yeah. but it's just me knowing. It kind of goes back to like the whole vendor thing. Like my parents had, they needed to take care of what they had to take care of. So I have to take care of what I have to take care of, you know? And I, dude, I used to like, I would do homework at lunch sometimes, you know, cause I didn't have friends and I just didn't, I would go do homework in class or whatever and at least get, get ahead. So when I get home, I could go skate or, but that kind of took me out of the element where I would have to fake 
be somebody else that yeah. I wasn't, you know, just to hang out at the <laughs> skater table yeah. or, you know, or there's, there's obviously going to be the head at that table and me just be like one of their yes men. Nah, I'd rather just be by myself. By myself just leave me yeah. alone. Just let it's me do my own thing. Real, yeah. Exactly. You know, and I, I like to, I like to shoot for the underdog, bro, all the time. These people that, that they get picked on and stuff. And that's the, that's the pretty much the big reasoning to like the heavy in the streets, EG, you know, and it's just, don't do that shit, guys. Like <laughs> on, online, it's hard, man. And even in the comments, I know there's gonna be people talking shit. Don't do that, man, because it's a representation of you. So if I'm online, if you guys would see me online and be like, oh, your fucking car's whack, you're lame. And people are gonna be like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with this dude? Yeah. Like either he's a dick or he's got something going on and that is his release. Mm -hmm. He's got some shit going on in his mind. Something's going on in this person's life. So when I'll talk to somebody and they'll talk to me crazy, I'm like, dude, what's wrong, bro? You having a good day? <laughs> like, what's really you gotta good? hear them out. <laughs> exactly, because yeah. people don't know how how to release it. You know, mm -hmm. what if they're having problems at home or something and then they're just like And you're like, your car this. sucks and you're like And then they see me worse, yeah. having a fucking good day and their day is terrible and they like don't even fuck with me anyway. I'm like, man, fuck you. You know, like, dude, what's wrong? Are you alright? Like I, I know I have this confidence in me. If I was able to talk to every person out there, I guarantee that we would leave being friends. Mm -hmm. I guarantee it. That's all it takes. Yeah, that's all it takes. Face to face. And I've had these face to face conversations with people that I've had beef with before. Yeah, every time. I, I remember that online. I don't remember like the exact premise of it, but you were like having beef with someone. You were like, let's just talk it out right mm -hmm. now. All the time, yeah. dude. Yeah. There was one guy, it was, it was just recently, like he was talking shit on one of my posts and I was like, dude. Let's, I'm gonna go on live. You wanna talk shit? Let's go on live. We'll do a co live and we'll talk about it. And he accepted, dude. Whoa. And at the end, he was like, Oh, that's cool, man. I appreciate you talking. And we ended up positive. And then after that, I still see him talking shit. So I just like <laughs> how to block him. You know, some people you just can't get to. Yeah. You know, but it's, I, I, I know how to speak to people. Yeah. You know, and I know how to diffuse situations and I know how to make a situation pop off you know and i, I don't want to do that yeah. you know and like i've kind of matured uh, i'd like to think so that i've matured from using my platform for evil you know and which is super easy yeah you know, it's if, too easy it's if, sometimes a bad thing if yeah. i wanted to shit on a company you know i'd be like guys this company did this to me go fucking attack well why yeah. like no if i see them in person you gotta use your platform as like a positive yeah. exactly man and i've had conversations with people in person that nobody knows about online but situations got handled you know and that's i mean that's that's going back as a man you know you gotta take care of your you own shit do it, yeah so dude speaking about like talking to people or or and, and just like getting to know them tell us about huffy talk oh dude i don't even know if you know that where huffy talk really came well, from i have no let's hear all right so i'm from california i like to smoke I'm fucking 33 years old. I got my shit together. I'm good. You know, if you don't have your shit together, don't be smoking I, and drinking too. Like, I feel that if you don't have your stuff together, there's no reason to go party Saturday. Agreed. Have Friday, Saturday. Heavily agreed. What do you say? What are you celebrating? Nothing. You work five days. Wow. You know, like now I, I think that I've earned the ability to celebrate and it, it helps my creativity and it helps me relax. So at nighttime, this is probably over a year I've been doing this. At nighttime, I'll go in the garage and I'll smoke. I'll go live and I'll just bullshit with people. And it's usually like maybe 15, 20 people. 
but it's a really intimate group because they'll come back and it's like a live show for them and we'll pick up where we where we came from like the night before you know so we're just hanging out smoking and i was like dude we should call this something guys like this is fun so we're like oh what do we call a garage talk this and i'm like what about Huffy Talk? Because I had a Huffy bike hanging oh, yeah. behind me. That's awesome. I bought it from Walmart to just to ride around the block, you know? So I had the Huffy bike. So I was like, dude, let's call a Huffy Talk. Hell yeah. So everybody started putting the bikes. So that's why I say throw the bikes up, dude. Nice. So we'll start it up and I'll do the bike and then the talking emoji and then pin in like, oh, it's Huffy Talk, you know? So then I'll be like, um, welcome to Huffy Talk. I'm your host, Frank Downstar, along with my co-host, Huffy McHuffington. <laughs> Together we make Huffy Talk. And do we'll talk about aliens, conspiracy theories, relationships, anything. Yeah. anything That's right? cool. That's awesome. So then it came to the conversation one day like, man, what if we had a guest one day? That would be cool, but they would have to come over or whatever. Oh, we'll think about it. Well, what if we actually made this a show? made Huffy Talk a show where we give them the, the, the login info and it was a scheduled thing. Like, dude, that's such a good idea. Uh, so the cool. next day I made the Instagram Huffy Talk and then it was it was every, what, Monday and Thursday, I think it was at seven o'clock, there was a new episode. And with all the relationships that I have in the community, I just rather reach out to people and like, hey, you want to do this project that I'm working on? And, uh, excuse me. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. So Big Mike was the first one. He did it. And then um, kind of just took off. That's dude. so that, that's super cool, man. Yeah. So then at nighttime, me and the guys, there's probably like 10 guys in there that were there when that idea came up. I'm like, damn, so what do we call this? And we're like, Puffy Talk. <laughs> so now that's Puffy Talk. So if you guys ever see me on late at night, come through and uh, <laughs> experience some different stuff. That's, that's, but, that's, that's rad, man. Yeah, it turned into its own thing, man. And, and we were on two seasons already. But one thing is I just feel like the community is not as um, mature to accept that information. You see the comments and people are just talking shit. They're not taking it seriously. Yeah, I've noticed that a little bit. And I'm just like, what is up with people, man? It's, it's frustrating. And like you say, um, Mark Arsenal, you know, I looked up to Mark Arsenal too. He has the illest and like he's he's a big staple in the community. And people, there was like 60 people for him. I'm like, how are you ever going to get this one-on-one -on -one for an hour with this person that's done so Someone much? Someone who's like legendary. Legendary. Right? Dude, you guys don't even respect this, you know? And it's just like, I have so much shit going on in the day that to be able to facilitate this, to ask for these favors with people and then, you know, set it up. Finally, you know, get everything. All right, cool. It's on, babe. Ready? Huffy Talk's on. Let's go. And then you see the comments like, who's this pussy or whatever? Like, you know. Yeah, people just have like I'm no like, respect, What man. the hell? Like, I don't even want to do it. Yeah. You know, I'd rather do it on a platform like this or something. But season three is going to come out. I'll see when it's just it's gonna be once a week now scheduled just for an hour. Yeah, you know? dude. Well, another thing you should do. Have you thought of like potentially maybe like recording it and putting it on your YouTube channel? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Definitely. I, I, I have one on there, and I have a lot of them. The videos already saved. Yeah. Like Busy Moto, he's on our YouTube channel right now. We have a Huffy Talk YouTube channel. Cool. And I have a lot of the videos, but it's just like a motivation thing. Like I don't feel that the community yeah. is mature enough. I'm, I agree with you on that. It boggles me sometimes, like the shit that people will say, like behind a computer, and it's like, or a phone rather, and it's like. You're not helping at all. Yeah, dude. And, and if you're in like the the 
muscle cars or old old schools or something and oh chip foos is going to be doing an hour long like dudes are going to have notepads they're going to be like okay cool this is you know taking down notes yeah because it's like information that you want to like it soak in, in. and yeah. these kids out here they're not even trying to do that they're just mm-hmm. trying to get they like, want to be in their own lane by themselves and like that's it it's terrible man yeah. and if you guys want to see Huffy Talk come back, like <laughs> you're gonna have to get a little more mature, man, because yeah. I, I don't want to put up with that shit. I wasn't even making money from it. Yeah, it's just so, all out of your own like, good deed. And who has these connections that that I have, and that are going to use their connections to better the community? Yeah, you know. And too, when when Dave was on, like I'm sure that had to do with the relationship that me and you have. Yeah, you know. And it's just. All these people that I've built these relationships with, they're priceless. And I'm using this to help all of them out and they don't even care about it. Like, I'm not saying that's the that's the majority of people that don't. But even, even to have that, it, it's really like, it's really irritating. Yeah. And I, I don't have that much time to spend with my family. You know, I'm always working and stuff and I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to have to deal with children. Yeah, that's how I am with this podcast, man. It's like, I'm not doing it for money. I'm, not, I'm just doing it just to educate exactly. and, and share people's stories. I'm not like really getting anything out of it other than a good experience and getting to sit down with someone and that goes a long way. Oh, definitely. And I'm man. hoping that like people can see that yeah. for what it's worth because like, I mean, let's be honest, there's like, a lot of these people that like you've had on your your hoppy talk and that i've had on like my podcast and it's like when does like the average person get to sit down with some of these people and never sorry never never those you can shoot these people a dm and chances are they're probably not gonna read it yep because they're busy 100 percent. so like i feel like these platforms like my podcast and your show are a good way for people to just like get to know these people and soak it in exactly. and it's like a shame when you see that people aren't like giving it the time of day and it's like i would like have killed for something like that oh back in the yeah day. back in the when day, i was man. like starting out building cars and getting into like fashion and streetwear and all that stuff like i never got to hear anyone's stories like that yeah. not not on like a personal level like a one-on-one to dig into it Mm-mm. no man and that's with me personally i'm really big with you know, interviews and podcasts and things like that, because I understand that all of these people are normal humans. But what did they do to take them to the next level? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Or their story of like coming up from like the bottom, or not the bottom per se, but like the beginning. Some of them from yeah, the bottom them, too, yeah. man. Like even these these rappers, you know, literally these, the bottom. No yeah. matter if they're the kid rappers or whatever, like you gotta respect. All that shit, dude. Because these these guys, they were living like on couches. Right? They were, you know, roaches and stuff. And now they're millionaires. And like, you want to laugh at them because they have crazy. They they look crazy. Yeah, like, I agree, man. Come on, the forget fact, about the all fact that. that you can ask like a group of like. 10 20 people have you ever heard of this person the chances are that like yes yes that's huge yes on a grand scheme if you go to the mall get 10 kids together and say have you heard of six nine yeah they're gonna be like yeah if you get 10 kids together and ask have you heard of downside like no (laughs) like obviously that dude has way more of a reach than i do regardless of the way that somebody looks or if they're putting out or if you think their music is shitty you have to at least respect the fact that they're like and if you can't respect that your whole perception is whack you know I agree yeah you feel me you have to and I'm I'm a hustler dude so I respect it all 
all the hustle that people do. And when I see people come, even in the car, the car community, when I see where they started out from, like even uh, Dedicated, I don't know if you know Garrett, he has the brand yeah. uh, Dedicated, like he has Post Malone wearing his stuff. And that's dope because it's Post Malone, but it's like his favorite artist. So you get your favorite artist to wear your clothing. Like that's an achievement that's right a there. Big, yeah, that's huge. You man. know, and people will just, they'll just pass that up. It won't even register in their mind. And it's, the information is too quick nowadays that people are just like, oh, what's going on here? What's here? What's here? And sometimes you just got to slow down and see who's really doing what and who's actually putting, putting it in for not just themselves, but for the community yeah, itself too, you yeah. know? Because this is for you. Yeah. This is you. This is an expression of, of yourself. But this is for the community as yep. well. And and not a lot of people are, are looking at it like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I just want people to see like like where my guests have come from, what they're doing differently, and just like who they are, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, they, like, a lot of people just aren't gonna know off the bat like like oh like what your first car was yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah. or like you know about your family and, and like that you just got married or something but yeah. it's good to like hear things like that to know that like at the end of the day we're just all like regular people at the end of the day man if you see somebody doing something that you want rather than just hate on them just know that if they did it and they look like that maybe you can do it yeah. you know yeah. you can figure it out <laughs> whatever you think oh that dude's ugly if you think you're cute like you're a step ahead <laughs> make it happen then if you can do it make it happen yeah so dude tell us tell us about like like where we are like your shop man tell us about like you know the process of, of, of finally getting like your, your shop and like the impact it's had on your business and just like tell us about it man dude it's it's been a crazy journey man like when i when i first started out I had like little bins like this. So bolts in this one, washers in this one, you know, like tape right here and yeah. just in my room. And that didn't change for years, bro. Like I remember having a six foot table in my room. So I'll wake up, check the, like this dude, I'm in my bed just like this. And then I'll have the packing stuff. And I did a lot of it out of my room and people never knew about it. Yeah. It's just I packed everything there. You know, I would get home from the clubs and be like, "Cool, I'm I'm up still." Cause um, I never I I stopped drinking in 2010. So, oh, so you yeah, haven't, you haven't been drinking for a while. No, I what? haven't drank since 2010. The company started in 2010. You know, so I, I I needed to know that I needed to get focused. So even if I would come home late from the club or whatever, I'll say, "All right, cool. Let me check. Oh, I got an order. Let me see. I could do this one real quick. I'm gonna need to order this." You know, and even um when I met. When I met Ashley in my room, I had a, a bin that had all the bolts on it, a table, like two tables, like an L. It's like, dude, I got to do what I got to do. I got to make this shit happen. And even till before, when the documentary was shot, that we, we were still doing it in a room. But that room was dedicated just to Downstar. So we had mad tables, stuff hanging, pegs and everything. Yeah. And, and then in, uh, I think it was, I want to say September, I'm not sure, maybe about a couple years ago is when we moved into the shop here. And this has given us a home base now. So when we have people come from out of town, you know, we have our friends from Japan will come. Like, I don't have to tell them like, oh, come to my pad. You know, <laughs> they'll come to the shop. and The headquarters. Exactly. And that's one of the things that I've said, like, if you're thinking about a business, don't think that far. Just make it happen. 
Don't <laughs> think that far ahead. Just make it happen. Like I was strategic with it. I wouldn't take pictures of of my room or the kitchen or be like, oh yeah, you know. Like I made it known that. I, or I didn't make it known that I was doing this out of the house. I would always say we, you know, even before it was just me, I would always say we because I had a bigger idea of things. So when we moved into the shop, we made it, um, we made it the headquarters. And, you know, I've always wanted to have my own storefront. We have a storefront. People come yeah, in. That's you know? huge. It's like official. Oh, dude. I need a whistle, bro. <laughs> like 100%. Yeah. You know, and then we've had already two meets like two big meets at the shop and they're awesome man like a lot of people you get did you guys have one for like a grand opening or yeah we had a grand opening one and then we had the anniversary one and that's where we did that cruise that i was talking about yeah and it was even a my buddy flew in um my buddy rb from uh, milwaukee you might know him he has that red nsx a right hand drive one he just oh yeah, yeah. yeah yeah um rb he flew in a few days before to go to the the grand opening and we like drove to LA and we're like, all right, cool. If we make this exit turn here, dude, there's a tunnel that goes this way. And then you, you go this way. We, I stopped in the tunnel cause I was the first one and I stopped right there and everybody bah, 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 just burning <laughs> out. It was so tight, man. And That's it's just awesome, like man. doing whatever the hell you want to do, man. This is, this is my spot. I come here, do what I want to do. You know, I come to the shop, whatever time I want. You know, Aaron's working right now. Like we have the car, and the it's dope, man. This is this is home base, and there's nothing like it. You know, but it takes time to get to get to this point. You know, because yeah. I could have still did it at home. I could have converted the garage or something. But I, I want to grow. I want things to grow. I want to go to the next level. And what? There's no better way to make it official than to like have an actual shop, exactly, a storefront. Man, yeah. Whatever you want to do, man. I could I could do anything that I want to this shop, like graffiti. You're doing any kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. Yeah, the art back there is cool. Yeah, like the art. Dude, this, that's like freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, that's freedom. And if you're a creative person, that's priceless. Cool, man. Awesome. So, dude. uh Let's switch it over a little bit and, and, and talk a little bit about cars. Um, uh, tell us about about your current build right now. Mm, well, right now I have two. I have the right hand drive, yep. which I'm kind of content with it. If I if I change anything, it's going to be a couple small things. I, I think I might do like the the K tune intake throttle body. You know, I got to get a, a new cold air because I messed mine up, but. It's pretty much done with how it is. Yep. The heavy in the streets, eg, uh, if you guys haven't seen it, that's the one with like all the graffiti, the Lambo doors, underglow stuff like that. That car is basically like the fuck you kind of <laughs> car. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do, you know. And nobody's gonna tell me differently. So that was the idea behind that car. And the only thing that that car is missing is the speed. So we're switching it up. Okay. I'm gonna make it a race car. You know, the you guys mo- doing like a like turbo or top to bottom, top to bottom? dude? Yeah, nice. so we got the CSS block. We have four piston head. Um, we got pistons rods. We got um, the FCS uh, fuel cell. You know, rear trailing arm setup, drag wing. Like that car's gonna be gangster, dude. Nice. It's gonna have the wide front end. <laughs> I got Bellic slicks or Bellic wheels. I got the. I just got the slicks. Nice. You know, the skinnies. Well, I feel like I saw those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Underneath the. the so it's just gonna have everything. You know, it's gonna be turbo. It, it's gonna have. It's gonna be fast. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna have the same theme though. Everything is gonna be the same, like the pink and the teal. It's gonna have the same theme, and uh, that's just to have fun. You know, all the stuff that I've done to that car is what I've always wanted to do to a car at certain levels. 
you know, I always wanted a car that had underglow because when I was younger, I was a Fast and Furious. I was like, that looks so cool, you know? I wanted Lambo doors. I wanted, you know, like, I I wanted to have the gutted, gutted look, nothing in there. So the whole harness, I actually gutted the whole harness, took out every single wire that I didn't oh need God. and hid it in the car. So if you look in the car, there's no wiring at all. The wiring's on the outside of the car, comes through, and it's all hidden under the dash. And you're talking about... If I didn't use my speakers, my stereo, I took out every single wire that had to do that because I come from a wiring background, so yeah. it just made sense to me. The heater, the AC, took everything out of it. Um, I was wanted a car with nitrous. I put nitrous on it. Um, tinted windshield. It's <laughs> like anything I wanted to do. Graffiti engine. That bay, was just loud a, that colors. was just like your your like ultimate platform. Exactly. Do, what, uh, do whatever the, I want to do. Like a big F you. You said. Yeah. And do. people see the car and they're like, oh, this is just because he wanted to do it for marketing. For one, yeah, I'm not <laughs> stupid. This car is gonna market well. But for two, I just didn't like draw a bunch of dildos on it and, and you know and like stance it out crazy and be like oh look at me like no everything is dope in there like my boy who did the graffiti on it like he's been doing graffiti since high school like he got down bro and if you look at it there's so many crazy yeah the details, details. are cool like the dollar bill and stuff exactly, super cool yeah. dude and i like wrote on the dollar bill like all the shit i feel about money and you know society and how people just chase money and you know i said i'm gonna put this shit right here I'm going to clear this and people are going to see that and it's just be like, you know what? Don't don't get focused on the money because one day it can all, yeah, be, could gone. all be gone. Yeah. You know, and that, that was the idea for that car. And a lot of people don't know that, but everything I've done to that car is because I want to do it. And then the brands that I decided to use were the ones that I always use, you know, like the Rywire, K-Tuned, um, Hasport. Uh, checkered sports downstar like those are the companies that i wanted yeah. to use and i always use them and it was all builds. like meticulously planned out which Everything. is super cool dude we we anodized so much shit that doesn't come anodized like the k-tune throttle body that was brand new it, i was probably the first person to have that throttle body i tore it down <laughs> tore it down sent it anodized it sent it back to them they put it all back together and sent it to me I, cool. i've gained a good relationship with them so anything that i need they're, they're able to help me out with it fuel pressure regulator anodize that shit everything dude so i don't care if people want to talk details to me like no you're not it's not the same level like i'll show you what i'll I, show you i'll show you right what I here mean, yeah you know like the subframe is powder coated, you know, the sway bar, like the everything, dude. That, that's awesome that you were able to just like fully go all out. Yeah. With that. that's so awesome. it was just, it's the biggest, you know, fuck you kind of car. But if you put it next to another car, if it was just solid colors, like it, they would be competition. Yeah. You know, but people want to say, oh, it's, you know, it's girl colors or it's, it's graffiti or whatever. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like if you can't see it, then yeah. that's fine. And so, dude, you picked up a, a BMW M4, M4 not too yeah. long ago, too, right? Yeah. You have any any crazy plans for that, or just gonna keep it stock? Um, I mean, it has a JB4 on it already. It has full exhaust, custom or um, catless downpipes. Uh, that's pretty much as far as I'm gonna go with it. That was the the first new car that I've ever had. Yeah, I remember I read that when you said that it was like your first car payment. Yeah. Oh, dude, for real, like. I, my newest car before that was my RSX that I had. I had a 03 RSX. It was pretty cool, but then I uh, then I got the did, M4. Did, you didn't buy that brand new, or you did? The, the, the RSX? Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't oh, even oh. buy I've never had car oh, payments. Okay. So it was about 2016. 
um, Ashley, she wanted to get a new car. So I was like, okay, cool. We'll get a new car, but I want you to give your car to my mom because my mom didn't have a car. She's like, all right, cool. So two birds, you know, I gave that car to my mom because my, my mom was watching my nephew and she didn't have a car. So I was just thinking like, if something happens, she, she needs, has, a, car. She needs yeah. a car. Yeah. So I said, Ash gave her the car. I bought the car for Ash. And that was the first car that I ever had payments on. And it was for, that was the biggest purchase that I've ever made before was that car. And it was, I bought it for her, you know, because I wanted to, to help her out before helping myself out, you know? And I, I was never that person. I was like, flip, 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 let's keep flipping. You know, I could have bought a new Beamer or whatever, but I'm like, nah, fuck it. Let's keep flipping, let's keep moving. And it was about time where I wanted to get a new car and I was gonna ball out. I was going to, like, get a Lambo, dude. I was there. But like, I, went, I remember you were talking about yeah. that. I was like, oh, is he going to buy one? Dude, I went to the dealership. Yeah. Fucking assholes, bro. Really? Like, you know what? I don't even want to deal with this shit right now. I bet you that just, like, ruined Oh, that. dude, it, it sucked, man. So, I, I, Ash, she's been working at BMW for, like, six years now. And she's like, just come in and check out the M4 or, like, an M car. She's like, you'll like it. I'm like, ah, all right, I've never been in a BMW show. Just that been, was that your first German car ever that yep. you've owned? Yep. How, so, do you, how do you feel about it? You like it? Oh, dude, when she told me to come in, I seen it. The car was in the corner in the basement, like with the light over it, you know? It's like, the frozen why. color. The door's open. Like, the seats light up. And I was like, damn. That shit is sick. <laughs> so um, we took it for a test drive and was like, yeah, I want this shit. That's so, awesome, Like man. two hours later, left <laughs> with it, bro. And driving home in that car, because she was, she was still at work. So I'm driving home and it was like the best feeling ever, bro. <laughs> I felt like everybody was looking at me, dude, because it was like the biggest accomplishment, that, you know? That's, that's super cool, man. Yeah, it's, I'm not going to say how much it was, but it's fully loaded. That's everything crazy. that's crazy every everything that that car could have it, it has nice. you know because i was like fuck it dude i'm gonna ball out if you're gonna I'm buy gonna, something you might as well, might as well dude so yeah. so i got it and then it's just it's such a good feeling to have somebody like your your significant other that like is not like you don't need that you know like she was like let's fucking do it like let's do it you know and then she'll drive the car too and when we went on that cruise like she raced someone because i was in the right hand <laughs> and she was in the car with like her home girls and i was like get them babe and she fucking <laughs> smashed on them dude it was so tight that's awesome but it's just like you know the the lambo is gonna come and that's 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 like my dream car that's what i've always that's, hopefully they're not assholes again <laughs> oh yeah dude it, it's gonna be a different situation when it comes to that you know i, yeah. I don't want to bite off more than i could chew and i have more more important things that i have and to that, do that's that. cool that you just that you were able to like figure that out and it's like i mean you'll you'll get one eventually yeah it, it's it just takes time and it, it's not the right timing you know and i look at guys like like sheepy you know and i remember sheepy was in I mean, he was in a higher position than I was when I was in the community because I was looking up to him. He had like gangster cars and now Sheepy has like twin turbo Lambo and shit. And I don't look at Sheepy like, hey, what the fuck is that guy have? Now I look at Sheepy like this dude was a Honda guy and now he's killing it. 
like hell yeah, yeah. that's my sign that I can make that happen yeah. it's just you know? it takes, takes time yeah. oh yeah dude and it, and it always just it takes time but I, I told Christian like the first, your first day of high school that's that's my goal is I'm gonna take you to school in the Lambo yeah. you know because I know if it was my first day of school and I got dropped off in that Kids shit I'll be the fucking oh. man bro you know I want him to be the fucking man dude yeah. and there's a difference between being like the man and being like you know the quarterback and you know the douchebag imagine if you're the fucking man and you're like cool and everybody's just like damn like christian's fucking cool dude <laughs> game, through the roof, game, game over, over over bro you're not peaking you're not peaking in high school like yeah. most of those guys are you're like this is your start yeah. into who you are as a man you know and that's that's my my goal that i want to accomplish for him and it's just I'm a, I'm a really visual person and I've I've visualized everything dude. and it's just it just takes time so this this hustling that I'm doing it's not that shit's not out of reach for me I'm not saying monetary wise I'm saying it's not reach out of to me and, and mentally mm-hmm. you know because a lot of people they'll psych themselves out mentally you know and be like you can't get that like that's that and it's like you know because you're, you're talking from your point of view because when you get off work you don't do shit you just get off work and you're like, all right, I got to be at bed by this time. So I got to know when I would get off work, I'll be hustling yeah. still, you know. So if there's something that I want to get, I'm going to get it hands down. And like I, I feel that the Beamer is a really good like middle point. It was either that or a GTR. But I'm like, a GTR is cool to a car guy. But to like a normal person, you're, you can look at the a GTR and you can... You just look away. Yeah. You know? Like a normal person. And then Foyer, and normal person's like, whoa. Yeah, dude. I, I went with the frozen color. <laughs> you know, the exhaust is loud and it just like, <laughs> it's fun, dude. It's just, it's, it, it shows that like the hard work is paying off. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a fun toy to have. What's been your favorite car to date that you owned? The, it has to be the right hand drive. The right hand drive. Because that car's made me who I am. You know, that car is the reason why downstar is where it's at and it just it was a relationship that i built with the car yeah you know for that sounds funny but it's just when you dedicate yourself to something you know i could have left the right hand drive at so many stages it was at and it would have been it would have been cool but i want to do the best for that car that i can and just you know have it grow with me yeah man and i feel that right now it's at a very good spot Cool, dude. So, um, what wh- what was I gonna ask you? Um, yeah, man. So, one thing that I always like to ask people uh, before closing out an interview is, um, just because it's always like nice to hear. Where do you see yourself in like the next few years? Like, I know you've mentioned like you wanted to get like a Lambo, and you want to like you know. I'm sure like you know you have you have goals. Or just like tell us about about anything that you like come in mind i mean i know it doesn't have to be specific um one of the goals that i really have for downstar is to be one of the biggest if not the biggest company in the honda community and i'm not talking revenue wise i'm talking one of the most influential brands and that's where that's where i'm after yeah you know and that's why we, we do a lot of stuff that these big companies don't do and can't do you know and that's my goal is if if I have the whole community behind me, it's it's endless. The possibilities are endless. So that's one thing that I want. I want to keep providing cool products. You know, I want to keep moving forward, and I want to keep growing 
with myself and with my customers because we're all growing. Like I've grown with a lot of these guys and the builds that they're coming out with are like light years away that when I met them and that's dope, you know, for everybody just to grow together. But I see Downstar growing. That's why I never, I had Bolt Boys, you know? Yeah, yeah. Bolt, Bolt Boys maybe will eventually be like Bolt Boys by Downstar is like the hardware side of it because Downstar is anything. You know, what what Downstar represented doesn't represent hardware. It's taking nothing and making something out of it. That's what Downstar represents. Yeah. So one of my like really close, really, one of my goals that I want to take care of soon is to get Downstar and the music industry combined, mm. like some way. Because cool. a lot of people don't know that music is like, if not equal, more than cars like i love music i could talk about music all day you know and it's not like a lot, a lot of the stuff that i'll post up you know like chief keith little pump or whatever like <laughs> i i love that shit because of what it is but it's, it's got its own like personality to it yeah dude you can't eat steak and lobster every day you can't sometimes you know oh, i want to go to in and out you know <laughs> i want to get you know i want to get a snickers or something it's the same thing with music you have to switch it up all the time dude i was listening to britney spears today <laughs> like everything taylor swift whatever dude yeah I, it's I always good music. i always do the same switch it up man yeah have you ever seen uh spring breakers uh-uh oh dude you have to watch it man it's does it have like good music in it well, what it is, it's with uh, James Franco, and he's kind of like the character that he portrays is like um, Riff Raff. Oh, okay. So he, in the movie, he's like, and I think that they stole that look from Riff Raff because he said it before. So anyways, James Franco's in there, Gucci Man's in there. It's just about um, Vanessa Hudgens and some uh, Justin Bieber's lady. Whatever. They're all in this movie. And basically it's these girls going to spring break and that dude's like the drug dealer and shit. But there's he's on the piano and he's like telling the girls he's gonna sing them a song and he sings like Every Time by Britney Spears. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is the most get you have to watch it, dude. This is the most gangster clip ever. Cause he's singing it and then they start singing it and it's just like this is that that song is so amazing, dude. I don't know if you ever seen the music video. I, I don't think one. so, no. You have to watch it, dude, because it's about Britney, like, her relationship. She got the paparazzi following her and fighting, and just, like, she ends up dying in the video, and it's just... And that's that's how I take music, you know? And if somebody were to see that, I'm like, eh, Britney Spears is <laughs> dumb, you know? But I, I love music, man. So if there's artists that I love, I would love them to at least know about downstar but what if i can get a shirt on them one day or how do it's not even yeah, about just to like mix the two it's cultures. not about making money yeah. i'm not gonna go to the rap industry and fucking blow up more than i am in the honda and it's not it's about personal growth mm -hmm. you yeah. know that now i have these relationships with these people and like i said like all the people that i listen to on podcasts like you know uh, charlamagne or joe budden or andy forsella or all gary v you know i've met gary v before yeah, I remember you and me. i told yeah, I him the idea of huffy talk you know and i even gave him a keychain you know and whether it set in with him or not like at least i got to to talk to him about that idea and, and i see like me being not even friends just like acquaintances with some of these people because we 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 think on the same line we think about things the same way and i understand that they're you know big celebrities and stuff but at the end of the day they're just regular dudes 
just and like it's always like you. nice to see that yeah hell yeah man and it's just that's that's where i want to see the company go not that's a good vision not spread because Honda's is ground zero, never changed. Mm -hmm. Honda's gonna be ground zero, but as far as it goes, like that's as far as the reach is gonna be. And that that's what I look forward to, you know, it's spread out to different cars, you know, spread out to like maybe some kind of the music industry or what have you, yeah. you know, it's, dude, with, with money, you can make anything happen. Yeah. You know, what if I got to pay just like one of these up and coming rappers to like rock, my shit or whatever at why least not, right well why not I, yeah. I can use that as marketing they don't gotta say nothing yeah. about it and one of my big ones too nick what up man nicky diamond from diamond supply co like that dude has been one of my biggest inspirations because he was like from foster homes and had a really rough upbringing yeah. but he was just he dedicated came from, like, from nothing yeah he was dedicated to skateboarding so his first product was skateboard hardware so he blew up off of hardware that's why their stuff is like hardware heavyweights and you know i've met nick a few times and like i never told him that i wanted to work with him or anything but the reason that would that be I, super cool though the reason that i chose that teal was because of diamond that's the reason i went with that color the sticker on it it says downstar that's the diamond logo oh, i just okay. took all the letters that i could use and the ones i couldn't flip them cut <laughs> them and it says that and it fits perfect nice. and the last time i talked to him was at complex con and i showed him the car he's like oh yeah i seen it dude like that's cool i was like yeah man i just wanted to show you that like i'm not trying to bite yourself like i'm paying homage he's like no nah, dude it's all good you know he's a he's a regular guy but that's cool that he was hustler. able to say that oh yeah dude you know and and i don't want i don't want him to think like oh what is this fucking company trying to copy me? i don't want it to come to that like corporate side of shit like at least i, I i'll be able to talk to him know him and maybe in the future not even work with them just be able to, oh what's up bro they want to grab a bite to eat or something you know like yeah. i that's not out of the norm because all those people have friends and different friends and different influences and if you're the same kind of person that has that same kind of drive no matter if it's in the same direction like you guys are still moving in your own paths you know and when i talk to people it's it's never at the point like i want something from you like if yeah, i want to never be that yeah no never if i want something from you it's i want i want you, your your time and conversation because actually it's like priceless right. there's man. no price and like that. i said if i can speak with anybody for a, a short amount of time we're gonna end up being cool yeah after that you know and that's one business tip that i wanted to give people like it's very transparent if you're reaching out to somebody for them for, for them to further your career you know so it's way better to make these relationships with people and give more so then when it comes to that time where you got to ask for that favor it's not a big deal yeah you know but for me to like use that color and just to pay homage to him that's like you know putting in like the karma jar dude this is i, I support what you're doing even if i'm not rocking your clothes all the time or just like i know the story i know where you've come and just being able to respect that a lot of people can't even yeah. do that you know so that's one person that i really want to want to like grow a relationship with and the next is like a andy forsella are you familiar with him <laughs> yeah, yeah like andy's fucking rad bro if, I, <laughs> if i'm ever having a bad day like at work like i'll put on andy and so i'll just like you know and, and just just zone out and i've even done giveaways to like people just to follow yeah me. that's cool that you do those kind of giveaways. i don't get i don't get anything out of it you know maybe, maybe he'll get some followers and i've had people that would hit me up and be like oh dude since you put me on to him like he's a good guy and i'm like yeah because this, this info that he 
he's giving is priceless. priceless yeah. So who knows where we'll go from there. But as far as me as a person and as a man, like I can never see receiving a handout or something from someone. You know, just give me an opportunity to put me in that space and then see where I go. Yeah. And and that's all I would ask. And when that's, people, that's where like like people truly shine. Yeah. Like what they're capable of doing. Because if you just give someone like a handout, it's like, well, anybody. Definitely, yeah. dude. And I've had people that would hit me up like, hey, dude, I make stickers. Like, let me know. All right, all right cool. Let me get a, a small batch. You can get it. And like, that was quick. They're good. All right, here's a bigger batch. And here, you know, and then you grow. But you have to give those people that opportunity. Now, how about if I was just a dick? I'm like, nah, I don't want to use your shit. You know, you're just a kid on Instagram, 200 followers or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know? is that's, that's doing a disservice to me and doing a disservice to that person that could be like they, they, they appreciate where we've come from and they kind of look look to us as like a motivation mm-hmm. and me shit on them. Like, nah, dude, you can't be doing that shit. No, that's like bad practice. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So dude, we're uh, over the two hour mark. Um, I'm all out of questions, man. It's been fucking really fun. Do you have any like closing thoughts or shout outs before we like, wrap this up? Um, I just want people just to realize that like you can be yourself and that's the best thing that, that you should want to strive for is to be yourself and to realize that that time is the only thing that we have in life that is invaluable. Like you can't get back time. So that time that you spend with people who don't treat you right, spend in relationships, spend like when you spend money on these companies that shit on you i don't know if you guys realize this probably not but this is like a really deep like high kind of thing i'm not high right now but just like <laughs> with things that i've thought about like yeah. when you buy something you buy it with hours of your life like we were talking about all your equipment like mm-hmm. that money didn't just come out of nowhere yeah. like you worked for that so if you get paid 15 bucks an hour right and you want to buy something for 150 bucks that's 10 hours out of your life if you're gonna spend 10 hours out of your life with a company to buy this product and they don't give a shit about you you'll see them at the show they don't even talk to you they're rude to you you wasted 10 hours of your life that you could have been spending with your girlfriend your wife your kids your family doing whatever you love like nobody likes to go to work and and you know spend eight hours of your day but you're spending that time and giving it to this person they don't even appreciate it like that's wrong man you guys got to watch who you're looking up to, who you give your time to, and who's really in it for the real reason, like the longevity of Mm -hmm. things. Because I look at the community as something that I need to put work into. I'm not out here like whoring it out. And when the Honda community goes to shit, I'm like, I'll move to something else. You know, I'll go sell You're in there for the long run. In the long run, man. And there's very few people in this community that are. And I, I, I want people to... Just ask questions, you know, ask these people questions. I don't care about followers. Like if you have 100,000, 200,000, that shit doesn't matter to me. It it matters like the impact that you have on the community. And me being like such a forward thinking person, I can see the moves that these people are making. I can see like you're not in it for the same reason that I'm in it. It's transparent. So you, you, me and you should never be mentioned in the same sentence. And that's not me being big headed. You know, that's me being like, 
what you're doing is not the same thing as what I'm doing. And it doesn't matter. Even if this company makes more money than me, it doesn't matter what they do. If you're not in it for the right reasons, like I don't fuck with that. Yeah. And you guys shouldn't fuck with that either. And I'm not saying any company in specific because in the Honda community, in the import community, in the automotive community, in every community there is, you should only fuck with the genuine people who are passionate about you and they would stick around and have a conversation with you two minutes three minutes you know oh what's up man oh car looks good man thank you thank you for your support i appreciate it like i have people thanking me <laughs> like what are you thanking me you're for the one just you're the one it. that bought it from me like what do you think you know yeah and that's it dude you just gotta watch out for the people that, that that'll show you love and don't waste your time on anything, man. And and if you're not, if you're like wasting your life, you know, with people who, who aren't cool. I, I hear that shit all the time. You know, sometimes I'll post up like that. I don't have a lot of really close friends. I have a really close knit friend. Yeah, I feel like that's the best way to do oh, it. Oh, yeah, man. definitely. Because if you have so many people, that, that's like watering it down. Like the relationships that I have with my friends is, is lifelong. And they know that when something happens that i'm gonna be there for them and if you don't know that about your friend like that shouldn't be a friend if you don't know that about your girl that shouldn't be your that girl be you know and if you're not that person you need to look in the mirror because what i always say man is be the change that you want to see you can bitch about anything you can bitch about the car community how it is but if you're not making any changes you're just another voice mm -hmm. talking and not doing so don't it's talk about, about it be it's about all it. about uh, yep yep so it's a good good note to end things on. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, dude, I just wanted to take this time to, to thank you, man, oh, thank for, for you. taking the time to sit down with me. It's been fun, man. I'm like, I I I remember when I like the the idea of like starting a podcast, and I like made a list of the people that I like wanted to talk to, and like you were definitely on there. So I'm like dude, glad we got, we got that, to do man. this, man. And a lot of this content, like this, hasn't been out anywhere so yeah, I'm, I'm like, excited yeah i'm excited for people to too, hear it man you know because yeah. i know a lot of people that they look at the brand in, in like uh, a one spectrum and maybe they've picked something that i would say but like shit when you've came from 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 nothing to something like sometimes you gotta just like be proud of yourself be happy for what you've done you know it's not about bragging it's like damn this is take a step back and be able to look like, damn, this is kind of cool, yeah. you know? And then, you know, like I said, I have problems with people online. Like most of that comes from, you know, I used to get bullied when I was younger. Like, I'm not going to put up with that shit no more. I'm a grown <laughs> ass man. And nobody's going to bully me, you know? And it's just like, I hope this gives people a different idea about me personally and about the company. And yeah. it's not about, it's not about a monetary support, but like if you guys support us, I appreciate that. You know, you tell a friend, tell a friend to watch, tell yeah. a friend. It's not about, you know, making money. It's just about spreading the word. And, yeah. and it's just like, I came from nothing. I made something. And this right now, this is like the beginning. From what I see, this is the beginning of it. And I, I just wish you guys would come along for the journey and we can share this together, you know? Hell yeah, man. I'm like super eager to, to see what the future holds for thank you and your you, company, man. I appreciate man. It. But uh, yeah, man, dude, thank thank you for your time, man. Hell yeah. Uh, this has been uh, Christian Loza with How It's Done Podcast with uh, Frank uh, Garcia. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Dude. That was fun. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Oh, that was cool. Felt good, dude. I like drank all my water. <laughs> it was like such a different uh, atmosphere, man. I, I love it. Yeah.